This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bohemia, everybody. Bohemia. I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy. Joined yeah, by he is. Woo! All right, we're giving the energy for the new year. Yeah. Sorry, the two energy. year. Oh, yeah. Last time we got excited for a new year was 2020, the year of the double crit, and things were bad. <laughs> yeah. So let's not get too excited. Let's get sad. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Getting sad with Jake Hurwitz. Fuck, man. It's it's frosty night, ready to fight for Queen Shiver Blight. Yes. Yeah. Impossible not to get a little sight. Mm, little Just sight. a little bit. Just a little sight, but let's temper get, it. Yeah, let's uh-huh. temper let's it, everybody. Temper All right. It. Tempering it with Emily Axford. Making him dead from the back of Big Bev Calliope Petrichor. Yes. Oh, that almost pulled me out of my stupor. Almost. Humble woohoo. Uh, And then, of course, we've got Caldwell Tanner. Oh, I'm just really bummed to be here because I was ripped asunder by thunder and almost went six feet under. It's Saul Buffon. Very nice. Welcome, Caldwell. Thank you. A grim welcome to us all. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Thank you for coming. Why did it go from sad to grim? (laughs) It's grim now. I feel like grim's better than sad, right? Yeah. Yeah, Grim's good. It's like you're in like a library or something. It's atmospheric. Mm-hmm. There you go. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. It's not directly happening to you. Nobody's dead, but there are cobwebs here. Yeah, just mm-hmm. cobwebs. Yeah. Um, but there are some I characters that. that are dead. We have to do a little recap. Right. Yeah. So let's find out about them. So last time you strategized with Big Bev and Shroomrot about how you were going to fight the king. Big Bev lamented that you did not have a third adult dragon and you came up with a solution. <laughs> he asked us to find a third. <laughs> yep. Uh, using sending scrolls from the Shock Inquisitor's office to read reach out to Princess Shiverblight. First, you tried two lies about Shroomrot and Big Bev having crushes on her and being, quote, so drunk, RN. Wow. Finally, after she revealed that her followers had joined up with Glenn and she was leaving the forest, you cut her a deal. If she helped kill the king, she'd get his castle. Hours later, Big Bev retrieved her through a Crick gate and returned to the dungeon. He brought back some fellow Crick rangers for support, but did reveal that Glenn had escaped. You shelved that problem Mm -hmm. uh, as the Crick and Deep Elf rangers were sent to take the dungeon level and attack the castle while the rest of you fought the king. And with that, you proceeded on Dragonback to the king's lair. There, the king emerged from a sinkhole and willed an underground storm into existence. The battle began reasonably well, with the exception yeah. of Calder and Shiverblight. <laughs> but eventually, the smaller dragons were worn down and Shroomrot was struck with a mortal blow. From there, Big Bev, Callie, and Saul were knocked out and revived, then knocked out again. You came at the king with smiting crits, flying grenade drops, and the strength of Ultris. Eventually, <laughs> the wounded king attempted to flee while Calder was alone in the sinkhole amongst his sinking friends. Calder ignored the advice of Ultris and attempted a freezing ray. Only one of the rays hit, and it was not enough to take down the king. However, 
Against all odds, Princess Shiverblight got her breath weapon back yeah, and was able to freeze did. the king just as he broke through into his throne room where Deep and Crick Elves alike were taking it from the blues. The Elven Arrows pierced the Frozen King, shattering him, and the mission was a success. Victory! Yeah! <laughs> However, the struggle was not done, and the rest of you went about saving each other in the sinkhole. <laughs> Calder retrieved Callie, who revived Big Bev, who then scooped Saul after Callie located him with a detect thoughts. As Saul drifted off to dreams of swimming with other bullywugs in the Moonstone Swamp, he was rescued from the mud and flown with the rest of his friends to one of the crumbling bridges. As the elves celebrated above you, Big Bev turned back into a crick elf and revived Saul. And that's where we are now. I was almost a goner in that royal sinkhole. What a terrible phrase. <laughs> <laughs> so, you all are in the wreckage of the king's lair. The ceiling has mostly collapsed above you from the conjured storm, and you can hear the cheering of the deep and void elves as Shiver Blight has just burst through to finish the king. The, <laughs> the battle has completely turned in their favor. You still hear some clashing, but you can see that there are like blue dragon elves retreating. You are on one of these broken platforms that is somehow still standing over this abyss. Below is the sinkhole. The storm begins to subside overhead. The morning sun begins to break through the clouds, the first time in a very long time that it has stopped raining around the king's fort. And you feel, yeah, the magic kind of dismisses around here. That was causing all of the lair actions. That was causing the storm. Do we see Shroomrot's body? Go ahead and give me your perception checks. 14. Six. Uh, 21. Yeah, you look over the edge. Shroomrot's body was mostly consumed, but it's almost spit back up. It's uh, It surfaces and is lying there at the bottom of the lair. I take a knee. Is there anything we can do for him? Big Bev just looks down and shakes his head and goes, I mean, we can help the deep elves get him out of here, but he's gone. Do you think it would be okay if I took one of his mushrooms? I know that the deep elves are all about the fungal network, and I'd, I'd love to spread it somewhere else. Uh, of course, and that's, that's honestly all part of, of mourning a deep dragon. And I, I think, uh, I think the deep elves are probably going to end up doing something quite similar. Yeah. Um, I'm going to like rush down and kind of like say my final thanks to Shroomrat. Yeah. Uh, Big Bev uh, turns into a, a black dragon once again, scoops all of you guys, and it brings you guys down to Shroomrat. You see the light from the sun has just broken through the clouds and miraculously begins to shift and it hits uh, Shroomrot down here. And you see the Duke of the Deep, this gray and blue scaled dragon lying, unmoving, but he is still teeming with life, just covered in this bioluminescent fungi, which now weirdly seems more alive than it was when he himself was alive. He returns to the network. Yeah. You see Big Bev nods. Deep, deep dragons can't die. You just go back to the network. Yeah. So should we leave him peacefully here? I think we can wait. We're not going to have to break the news to anybody. The deep elves are... They feel. Yeah, yeah. They're very well connected. 
like how you'd know if something was wrong, if if, if something was wrong with Foster, mm-hmm. and Foster uh, hops up under your arm. I don't think anything's ever been wrong with you. <laughs> you're, so, <laughs> you're so chill. <laughs> he had that gunk in his eye that one time. I think you absorb negative energy. <laughs> uh, yeah, you see, uh, he goes and uh, uh, plops down, and he's weirdly content sitting next to Shroomrot. It seems like he kind of knows that that Shroomrot lives on. Yes, a duck in mud. A duck in mud. <laughs> <laughs> and after a bit, deep dragons and deep dragon riders begin flying down from above. All of the dragons and all of the dragon riders surround Shroomrot and lower their heads. You see the riders dismount, and there's a moment of quiet contemplation, and they invite you guys to kind of come in and join them. I'm doing a lot of, like, hand-on-the-shoulders, mm-hmm. Legolas and Aragorn style. <laughs> quiet quiet nods. Yeah, you <laughs> go over, exchanged. put your hands on their backs, and Val, who is next to her dragon, uh, Boulder, uh, a tear coming out from under her visor, approaches Shroomrot and places her hand on him and goes, You carried us as hatchlings, and now we carry you, Father. I will be your wings. She holds her hands over Shroomrot's back, and you see that a bunch of the fungi begin, without her even picking them off, begin detaching themselves and attaching to her. And she carries them over to Boulder and begins placing them on the young deep dragon. These bioluminescent mushrooms, reds and and purples and blues, literally begin connecting to his spine, sending a visible fungal network through his body like pulsing veins. And Boulder gets a little bit more like funky looking. Wow. <laughs> like the way Shroom Rot was... A literal glow up. Yep, a literal glow up. <laughs> and the other rangers begin taking a moment. They uh, approach Shroom Rot and do the same, migrating his mushrooms to the other dragons who seem to be getting empowered by it. You see the rangers go up and the dragons are repeating, I will be your wings. I will be your wings as they do it. Finally, you see Val does bring a mushroom over to you, Saul. A little green cap mushroom. And she goes, Father would like for you to have this as his last rider. He he says he could not have gone into battle with a finer frog. Saul's eyes start to water, and then he lets loose like a primal croak of anguish and joy. And then he rips open his track jacket and puts the mushroom right in the place where his monostone was. Oh, yeah. You still have a little bit of like an indentation mm-hmm. where the monostone was. And as you let out like a frog-like gurgle, you hear them begin to like essentially howl and let out these shroom rot like sounds in unison. Uh, they let them out and Saul, uh, you let it out, everybody. Let it out. <laughs> Why is he the saddest? Yeah. I've been trained not to cry at other people's things. <laughs> this is the first time someone I've been connected to is really passed. This is, this is rough. Saul, as you press this mushroom into your chest, you feel a surge of energy go through you and you have gained a new ability once per turn once per round essentially you can add 1d8 of poison damage to your attack oh you just became a poisonous frog (laughs) 
uh, yeah, I like flex my fist, uh, and I feel like you see like a little bit of that like bioluminescence like gathering. Oh yeah, at the end of it, very dangerous. Yeah, Calder, <laughs> high five. Calder licks all really quick. <laughs> you pass out. You wake up five minutes later and you forget everything that just happened. I didn't lick him. <laughs> Ultras, that didn't count. You went up and tried to lick Shroomrot, man. We all had to hold you back. Shit, was that weird? Val didn't see you, thank God. And after giving this to you, you see Val gets this look on her face of like brave stoicism and goes... <laughs> Shroomrod is with all of us now. We must not delay. We must secure the safety of the living wood. Let's go. Yes. And she uh, joins the other deep dragons and flies up. Yeah. And Big Bev scoops up you guys and brings you up to this throne room uh, through this uh, crack in the floor. Uh, inside the throne room, you see that there are void elves and deep elves here kind of licking their wounds, healing each other up and recovering. Meanwhile, there are dragons circling overhead as scouts, making sure there is no immediate counterattack, because you can imagine word will probably get out pretty soon to the mm -hmm. other uh, princes. Uh, there are dozens of blues that have surrendered and are being held by your allies, Deep Elf Pikemen, making them surrender their weapons, and they're yielding. They, they want no part of this now that the king is Damn dead. Right. The last kind of stun at them a little bit. Yeah. Uh -huh. What? Okay. Fine. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No. You. What? I just keep dropping things and saying like, "Can you pick that up?" Fine. Yes. There you go. Hands it to I you. hit it out of Kelly's hand again. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. I'll pick it up that? again. This isn't. This isn't on the top twenty list of bad things that's happened to me today. Do you guys okay? know Cheswick? Do we know Cheswick? <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck is Cheswick? <laughs> just ask. I know ten Cheswicks. Oh my god. <laughs> my name is Cheswick. <laughs> what? All right, yes. raise your hand if your name is Cheswick. Of five dudes nearby. You all gotta go. <laughs> Fine. They walk off. <laughs> they start to walk off. A void elf grabs them. Hey, what the fuck? Stay here. No running off and telling people. Uh, where is the corpse of Duratar? Uh, so, oh, it's sh shattered in here. Yeah, you mm. see, there's literally dragon parts all over the place. Essentially, wow. what happened is the king flew up here, was frozen by Princess Shiverblight, like frozen solid, and then arrows pierced him, so there's just dragon chunks everywhere. <laughs> and uh, where, yeah. and where yeah. is Shiverblight? Yeah, yeah uh, so the last time you guys were in this room, there were tall windows that showed nothing but a raging storm outside. Now you see the morning sun cascading orange and yellow. Mm. You see that there is a short staircase going up to a huge roost-like throne. This looks to have previously just been for show. It's big, but probably not big enough for the king. It is, however, big enough for Princess yeah. Shiverblight, who sits atop it and barks out orders. Okay, uh, we won, right? So why don't we go ahead and start taking the banners down? If we're going to flip this castle, we might as well do it now, right? Oh, wow. oh actually, if she's going to flip it... <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I think I go and I take a very sincere knee before her. I follow that. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Princess, today's victory is on your wings. I totally agree, but thank you for saying that. That's <laughs> awesome of you to say. Salder, good to see you. You as well. I lay my sword at her feet. <laughs> like shakily take a knee beside them. I'm here too. Salder Jr. Good to see yes, you. Yes, I'm his son. I'm proud of my daddy. That makes a lot of sense. Princess Shiverblight, I don't want to tell you, someone who is in charge, like what you should do because totally. this is- Totally, and that's why I love you. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I do, I, I love you too. Um, 
<laughs> I think it's so Fucking important to have close friends. I love you a lot. Um, I, I love you a lot, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I am a bit worried. Have you thought about the Blue Princes coming <sighs> to retrieve their father's manor? Oh my god, this is such a fucking headache. I already fought like the biggest fucking dragon today. Can anyone do something about these high princes? Yes, tell <laughs> tell us. We are yours to yeah, command. Yeah, what, we are yours yeah. to command. What like, would you see done? It seems like the drapes and the banners are already being changed. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, you see some of the nearby blue dragon elves are just like, we're down to go change the banners if you guys want. <laughs> Don't just talk about it, Cheswick. Oh, Do right, it. All right, all right. Run off. Yeah, Cheswicks. Okay, can we get some Cheswicks over here? On this banner specifically? And there's some carvings on the throne. Let's get rid of the carvings. Okay, let's smooth those over. That's got to be priority one. Yeah, let's get oh. some weird gray floors in here. Some, like, gray wood. Those, those carvings Those carvings are ancient. <laughs> Princess. <laughs> princess, princess. Yeah, maybe we don't like really flip the house. What if you just like lived here, stayed here, and like. I just really feel like I need to make it my own. With gray floors. Yeah, of course. Okay. okay. Not like ice okay. floors, okay. gray? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like ice gray floors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> she got me there. So, okay. mm, I guess like I'm trying to say like. If you want, we could try and defend if if the blue princes come, but we could also like go on a diplomatic mission because I feel like hmm. if you were looking for a prince, yes, now would be the interesting to settle down into a relationship like this quick into my reign. <laughs> it just feels like I'm really discovering myself as like a ruler. Well, I think, I think a lot be... of people think of it like a political marriage. Interesting, and they can like do stuff on the side. And yeah, oh, why don't we? Okay. Why don't we at least go solicit offers? Interesting. <laughs> you don't have to say yes to anyone. Yeah. Or even we could just like spy and see if anyone is planning to coup you. Okay. Ah. I don't hate this. Yeah, you see, Big Bev comes over and kind of signals over <laughs> for Val and Boulder as sort of the head re- representatives of the Deep Elves here. Kind of motions for you guys to follow him and goes, Your Highness, perhaps we should chat somewhere else about uh, kind of our, our steps moving forward. Okay. Um, you guys exit the main hall and enter a giant doorway to another room. This enormous library that looks to have been the king's war room. And in the middle of the room, there is a giant, beautifully carved wooden table that lays out all of the sections of the living wood with big colored dragon figurines that look like they denote who has what territory. Sweet. Let's not let's not let's smooth not. over any of the carving here. <laughs> Are you sure? I feel like we could turn this into a ping pong table. <laughs> That's actually kind of sad. It's not kind of fun. What are you? It could be fun little lounge. Look at how cool this fucking thing is. It's guys. really cool. <laughs> really? Let's use it once. Let's use it one time before we turn into a ping pong table, right? Yeah. I pocket my ping pong paddle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One time. Yeah. I leave mine in in my protective pouch. That it's in. <laughs> Huge ping pong players. I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. You gotta unwind somehow. That was all the mothership had. I guess so. <laughs> you guys, um, yeah, walk over to this table and looking at the map, you see that the northern half of the living wood has a bunch of blue elf troop movement. These smaller blue pieces, they have surrounded Umber Spore's undercity. Uh, you see like a, a gray dragon representing Umberspore. She's stuck there and they've chased out Shiverblight. You see Shiverblight's piece is moved out of her lair and there's a bunch of blue pieces there. This is not updated? 
Is anyone going to freaking update this? Um, I use my ping pong paddle to uh, knock hers onto the... You bang it, it knocks her piece forward and breaks her nose off. Oh my God, do I look like that? Do I look like that? Cheswick, what Cheswick, did you do? Cheswick. Come on, Cheswick. This is, I didn't do this. I, carve, carve a way out. I was hiding behind the books carve, back here. You, I don't know how you could have found me. Go carve a way out, oh, dragon. I don't Immediately, Cheswick. I, I was a bike. Use your pike to whittle us a damn dragon. It's just a long dagger, dude. Goes a whittle less talking, please. <laughs> runs over to one of the deep elf guards and asks for a knife, and they just push him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after after this, we're playing doubles. Just, <laughs> he's trying to whittle one stick with another stick. I hit one ping pong ball. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, where'd you learn to spin? He goes down. He was at one HP. They had some English. Uh, yeah, so um, uh, Big Bev knocks off the uh, king in, mm-hmm. in his castle uh, and moves Shiverblade there. And that is on the southern half of the map. Uh, here you see the seven fortresses of the Blue Elves and the Blue Dragons, three on each side of the massive king's fort. So you've got uh, Shiverblight here in the middle. She's mm-hmm. You guys have taken the king's castle. Big Bev also removes Cobalt and Periwinkle's pieces. These were two of the high princes who were killed, one by Glenn's crew and one by you guys at the summit. That leaves four high princes left. Four eligible bachelors. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of them are eligible bachelors is right. the thing. Oh. So, some are spoken for. Let's get their bios. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Please download us. Walk me through the dragon bachelors. I start hitting a ping pong ball. Up <laughs> All right. I feel like the ping pong balls are super loud and it's kind of hard I to talk. I start doing one out of sync okay. with Calder. <laughs> I'm so worried that you guys are going to take this beautiful wood table and turn it into a ping pong table. I spin my racket we and drop it. We might. Fuck. I said we might. <laughs> It's my freaking castle. <laughs> Rat, okay. <laughs> Big Bev confiscates the ping pong paddles. <laughs> Just until after I'm done talking, then everyone can have them back. I start tying my rope into a net. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So, this is quiet at least. So our sides got three adult dragons. We've got me. We've got... Queen Shiverblatt, queen of this castle, not queen of the woods, just to clarify. Right, perfect. (laughs) And then also we've got Queen Umberspore, and they've got four. Oldest to youngest, we got Prince Indigo, then Cerulean, Azure, and, of course, Cornflower. (laughs) (laughs) If we can cut a deal with one of them, we can avoid a long, drawn-out fight. As it stands, they'll be rattled knowing we killed the king. Once we have more dragons than them, I think they'll be more than willing to cut a deal. Right. Okay. okay. Um, I look at the carvings. Are any of these dragons hotter than the others? <laughs> yeah, I want to hold them up and see Shiver Blight's take because mm-hmm. I would love to find her a love match. I'll hold Shiver yeah. Blight. I'll hold her uh, carving piece, and you just bring up the, the other ones next. <laughs> Here comes Indigo. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. You know what we'll do? Charisma checks for all of them. Let's see. Oh, wow. We'll, we'll naturally decide who's the hottest right now. Can I roll them? Yeah, hang on. Nothing hotter than your wife killing your dad. <laughs> it's different. He was a bad king. No, I've, I've And they would have killed him anyway. Yeah. All right. Okay, their saving throws. These dragons are pretty hot. Their saving mm. throws are plus nine to charisma. Whoa. So we'll see. Okay, so let's go with indigo. Plus nine. Mm-hmm. Thirteen. Thirteen. Big, fierce 
looking dragon not as big as the king but bigger than all of the other brothers i like that he's like a commanding force but he's not really my type hmm. okay that makes okay sense. you know what let's move on to cerulean cerulean i have a good feeling about cerulean <laughs> dirty 20 Ooh, dirty. or is it a flirty 20 yeah those are kind eyes okay cerulean definitely has some fucking kind eyes you know how much i love kind eyes <laughs> shit <laughs> His wings are fucking fierce looking, but it's fucking eyes. <laughs> yeah, Cheswick went all out on those eyes. Right. Okay, okay, but we can't close our minds because uh-uh. we still have Azure. That's also a dirty 20. Shit. Whoa. <laughs> of course, they're twins. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Interesting. Mm. No, that's actually pretty hot. Let's round it out with <laughs> cornflower. <gasps> Cornflower got a 23. Whoa. You see. Based on name alone, I was pulling for cornflower. <laughs> Look at that <laughs> smile. Cornflower is kind of more of a blue purple color. <gasps> and you do see that he does have big, kind eyes. Okay, he's kind of interesting. Wait, he looks just like Cerulean, but with just bigger kind eyes. Bigger kind eyes, but he is smaller. He doesn't look as strong. That. That's yeah, but okay. that means he's that, got more to offer. Um, he's a I, grower. I whispered to you guys, actually, that we, we do need someone who's going to like help protect the fort. Yeah, maybe behead some of the other dragons. Yeah. You see, okay. Big Bev leans in with you guys while Shiverblight's just looking at how hot all the figures are. <laughs> and Big Bev goes, we don't necessarily need the strongest dragon. We just need one, one. to bring their army and yeah. with that, I think they'll definitely be rattled enough to not want to do a fight. And I guess, like, the smallest of the dragons might be the most willing to make this deal. Ooh, I, I think that. that's smart. Yeah. You see, <laughs> I think I'm smart, too. <laughs> <laughs> you think Val so hits a ping pong ball? <laughs> all right, I told you. My hands are paddles. I told you all, if you have paddles to hand them to me, I My was confiscating them until I'm done. All right. <laughs> Takes Saul's hand and holds them with his claws. <laughs> you see, yeah, Val pokes her head in and goes, the two dragons that are the strongest themselves and have the strongest forces are Indigo and Cerulean. We can keep them tied up while you try to negotiate with the others. We'll fly our rangers south, free Umberspore, then march our force up to Indigo's gates and we can siege him just like he did to us. Okay, we'll go to Cornflower and see what's up. Yeah, (laughs) let's definitely do that. Um, Princess, do you have like a picture of yourself that we could like kind of bring? Or a carving. Yeah, I have this weird dragon piece. (laughs) Yeah, but it's broken. All right, but you broke it, so fix it. Okay, 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 okay. I'll give it to you. This is for cornflower. Give it to me, give it to me. Callie, you you draw portraits. I've seen you make star maps. Oh, let's let's give. I can paint you in your highness. Yes. Okay. Would you sit for me? Um, for a picture? Yeah. Okay. I slowly and laboriously puncture. Make a little like a a pointillist drawing. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) With like little punctures into the thing. You make a a Wall Street Times portrait. A a star map for for but for for a person. Yeah, so good. Yeah, um, (laughs) you make this little star map of Shiver Blight's face. Go ahead and give me a, I guess, sleight of hand check. Sleight of hand. Okay. I'm gonna give her guidance. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. It looks really good, 
but it looks like Shiver Blight through multiple filters. So Shiver Blight <laughs> freaking loves it. Oh my God, you didn't tell me you could do this? <laughs> I didn't know I could. Really, I just needed a muse. And I've met her. Holy shit. It was, yeah. It was a great idea giving her lips. <laughs> That's perfect. He's going to be mad when he sees me, but this is perfect. <laughs> Let's go catfish a dragon. Uh, princess, before we leave, I feel like there's a possibility that the guy that stole your people might hear of your success and try to come here. So I just wanted to like float the idea that like if Glenn and your various like white knights and white dragons came, you could maybe just play along. Oh, my God. And then, like, totally screw him How over. How am I supposed to be normal around my freaking ex-followers? <laughs> do you know how many freaking exes those are? I know, if I see Galcard, I'm going to freak out. I wow. hate Galcard. Right? Yeah, yeah. I do too. He's a freaking prick. I think but he's so two-faced. Yeah. yeah. He's so two-faced. I've talked shit on him since day one. Yeah. I knew he was two-faced. I was so nice to him whenever I saw him, but I would talk so much shit about him because he's so fucking That's awesome. Yeah. Is yeah. something over yeah. on him? He is the problem. I agree. So um, I think that it's kind of like if they come to you and they're like, oh my God, we're so happy for you. Yeah. Like, let's get back together okay. like maybe you can drag them along a bit until you get them to the perfect position okay. to you guys them know over. i hate being two-faced yeah but i can absolutely do that I, okay. i'm surprised yeah, i don't even no, know how I'll you would try super yeah. them and the just, only i think yeah. you could do it because you're such a good actor oh god thank you it doesn't come natural i thought about yeah. that yeah i've actually thought about that when i was gonna leave the living wood i was like maybe i should become an actor that would have been really? awesome or write my own kind of story yeah I mean, or just like make fuck. someone else write my story for yeah. me right. you've, got, you've got an army of cheswicks to accomplish that now you should really definitely get a cheswick on memoir writing I'm getting right to it, ma'am. I couldn't. I'm having trouble making a, a piece with a whittling wood with wood. It's not working out great, but I could, if someone would lend me a pen, I could begin writing. No, another Cheswick on it. You're on whittling duty. Right. Just okay. dip your pike in ink. Okay. They, they took my pike is the problem. Okay. I yeah, see. Yeah, we just were killing each other, so they stopped me. <laughs> and then I tried to run away, and they pushed me over. I, I don't know. Just remember the whole story, man. All right. Can we take a Cheswick with us? <laughs> Line up all the Cheswicks and make them do charisma checks. Yeah, you, you can take a Cheswick with charisma you. Charisma Cheswicks. I looked in the group. Should we take a Cheswick? I mean, you might as well. Yeah. A roadie Ches? Only, Cheswick will theoretically the have only an problem, in with. Okay. The yeah. only problem with bringing somebody who sucks with you <laughs> is Cheswick, that you might a make a bad impression. Okay. Yeah, that's me, fair. But just say this. You the, see, if we bring a Cheswick, they're going to be able to help us they navigate. Can, they can't all suck. They're okay. going to know a lot of yeah, context no, that we don't have. Look. Guys, I, I've wandered away and I'm looking at okay. the Cheswicks. I'm going to just talk to you. I started tying the net Everyone, up onto the table. So, okay, I guess if you're going to do a ping pong table, at least maintain the integrity of the table oh, as yeah. it is and just put up a net. Put some glass on top of I'm this. Fine, yeah, mm -hmm. put some glass on top of this, this beautiful table. Look, okay, corn flour is... A, a little bit of a tough sell. I still think you all should go there because it's probably the safest. He's probably the least likely to try to kill you, and you all are pretty fucked up right now. Uh-huh. Uh, oh. But I will say that he's the youngest son and sort of lives a life of leisure. He just kind of likes to fuck around. So the idea they're of— They're perfect for each other. They're yeah, kind of perfect good. for each other. Yeah. However— 
the idea of moving him from his comfortable situation and trying to get him to join essentially our rebellion might be a little bit of a tough sell. So, so. we need to book movers. <laughs> if you were to offer to help him move his stuff, it might be helpful. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We so, have a bunch of Cheswicks that right. can do the movie. We could probably toss it all in the fungal network and just shoot it that way. <gasps> That's awesome, guys. All right. Let's. Okay. All right. So you guys, let's, you guys go for corn flour. Yeah. Val's gonna handle the two biggest ones with umber spore. Yeah. I'll go. I'll, I'll grab a couple void elves. I'll try to go to Azure's place, and he and I actually had a fight back in the day. So huh? hopefully he remembers who his hey. daddy is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was super close, though, to be honest. I hope we don't fight again because I'm tired. I'm really tired. Be yeah. careful. Yeah, no. Be I, very I'll, careful. Yeah, I might, I might go ahead and uh, take a, a, a quick short rest. That's short, right. short yeah. rest. Okay. Uh, we could all grab one of those yeah. before Why don't we, we go out. That'd be great. That. Um, yeah. I am going to do an insight check on the Cheswicks. Great. Shout out to the two crew. <laughs> Seem like really trustworthy good dudes. Honestly, they're all so good. I can't pick. <laughs> Which one's best at Pong? <laughs> I right. set up a bracket tournament at <laughs> the chess win. Let's do it round robin, not knockout style. Yes. Yes. Only way to find out is As really you the guys best. take your short rest. Chaos tournament. You make the blue dragon elves do a bing bong tournament. <laughs> You see, they at first they're kind of just like, "Oh my God, fine!" But as it goes on, they start to get competitive. Let's go! Let's go, Cheswick! Take that, Cheswick! Take that, Cheswick! And one Cheswick does reign supreme. Oh my God, was it Cheswick four? I have five gold on Cheswick four. It was Cheswick four, yeah. Fuck! Pay up, Cheswick two. All right, Operation Horn Up Corn Flower has begun. Okay. All right, let's go C four. C four. Are you actually bringing Cheswick with you? No. It's up to you guys. Mm, shit. It seems really ill-advised. <laughs> right. yeah. um, but I do want to give him a special job because he won. <laughs> Could I be the head banner boy? <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be good. That's. I don't know. Cheswick 3 is really good at hanging banners. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you won the tournament, but the decision is up to the queen. Shit. <laughs> what sort of like um, prize do you want for winning the ping pong tournament? Hmm. I guess it'd be awesome if someone could resurrect the king and just bring order back to the kingdom. Okay, oh, yeah. So okay. Everyone else here could just kind of go away. You get to, be, you get, you get to be last banner boys. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. But my ping pong skills are unrivaled. Well, use nope. that dexterity to hang tiny little banners everywhere. <laughs> Fine. Your hand You're the last banner boy. How about that? You get to hang all the freaking low banners. You don't even get to use a ladder. That's right. Not even a step stool for six. Yeah. Drag him, Cheswick Six. <laughs> all right. So uh, no Cheswick journey. Let's let's do this. All right. Yeah, let's do it. We're Chesless. Okay. How are we getting there? Should we walk? Let's walk. Yeah. I've been riding a lot of dragons lately, and I could use like the sureness of my feet on the ground. I want to hear the crunch of. Yeah. Snow under my boot. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a not a bad idea. I think anybody flying around right now could just get attacked by another dragon. Things are pretty tense. I'm gonna fly <laughs> low when I go to Azure's. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Let's do it. Sweet. So you all exit the keep 
uh, and you see, yeah, uh, Deep Elves and Void Elves are fortifying this place, getting ready in case there is any kind of counterattack. You travel using the directions given to you by Big Bev, and within a couple hours, you find yourselves at Cornflower's Keep. It is much smaller than the Kings, even smaller than some of the other forts you've seen. Cobalt's was the last one you guys saw before you went to Laverick's lair for the summit. This is noticeably smaller than that. You see a simple stone wall with a keep beyond it, uh, but it does appear to be on lockdown. You don't see many dragons flying freely overhead, and there are a bunch of rangers perched at the towers with bows at the ready. They're wearing their blue masks, and as you approach, before you get even near the gates, what business do you have here? <laughs> oh, fuck. We come to wager or broker a political marriage. Go ahead and give me a persuasion check. 23. 23. The shaky elf from on top of the tower yells out, A marriage sounds good! Better than all the war! Better than all the war stuff! A marriage to end the war! Let me check real quick, because I'm not that in charge. Okay, we can wait. Pretty low on the totem pole. Yeah. Whatever you need. I was thinking about asking for a raise. Stop shaking while you're while you have the bow. We can help with that. That seems. Oh Oh my god! It goes really close to you. Please don't attack us. I'm sorry. Dude. Sorry. Not cool. I'm sorry. I wish we brought a Cheswick that we could yeah. just like put in the way. That would be perfect. <laughs> I think that was a Cheswick up there. <laughs> After a little bit, the gates at the wall uh, crack open and uh, beyond it, you see an advisor, this elf in noble's clothes, is wearing a, a bluish purple mask, kind of the same color as cornflower that you saw on the figurine. Uh, walks out of the gate as it opens and holds his hand out and goes, Well, more suitors for High Prince Cornflower, I suppose. I'm going to do an insight check. Yeah, I'm going to know an insight check if it really is more suitors. I'm going to activate my magical eye membranes and do it with insight with advantage. Nice. Ooh, hell yeah. Gorgeous. That's going to be a 24. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, Saul just stands in front of this elf with extremely gooey eyes looking up at him. I feel like you're looking into my soul. <laughs> and you, he is not lying about other people being here, huh. but he said the term suitors kind of sarcastically. Okay. Ah. Not suitors necessarily, but people are here on Indigo's behalf. And who do you represent? Oh, we they're... represent the ascendant Princess Shiverblight. You might call her Queen Shiverblight. You are the ones who are causing all this trouble, are you? No, we are the ones who are creating opportunities yes. for Cornflower. We're the ones that are finishing what someone else started. The main trouble has been caused, uh, and now, you know, we're sweeping that all under the rug, and a new chapter of The Living Wood has begun. We're all about sweeping things under the rug here. <laughs> Follow me. As we're walking, can I clock like the decor style of this mm. uh, track? Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, go ahead and give me perception checks as you walk in. 19. Dirty 20. Okay. Uh, just a eight. First off, yeah, the, this courtyard is full of people getting these defensive weapons ready just in case one of his brothers comes and tries to conquer him or there's a revolution and the deep elves are coming for them or something. This is a place of like high paranoia. A bunch of really nervous Cheswicks are just running around <laughs> getting to their different weapons. You see like you, this Cheswick. Uh, big ballistas <laughs> and stuff. Uh, you see ma- mages casting uh, spells to fortify uh, some of their buildings in here. You also see that 
This does look like the fort of a non-fighting ruler. You see a lot of uh, flowers around and mm. gardens and things like that, but then also a lot of like ceremonial military stuff mm. has uh, big swords mm, and stuff on the wall. Okay. Seems like kind of a sword guy. <laughs> Tributes and things like that. Statues and whatnot. Yeah. A lot of warrior pomp, but not a lot of capable warriors around. Mm. Okay. Got it. And uh, this attendant leads you guys into the great hall, and you see that there are these purplish blue banners, the color uh, of cornflower. The High Prince's Royal Guards also wear masks that match that color. They're wielding pole arms and shields. There is a throne here that's up on a, a little stage with purple flowers along the edges, but it is currently empty. Besides the guards and servants wandering around this great hall, you see another group of people waiting to speak to the prince. You see there are two blue kobolds carrying banners of indigo, this dark, dark mm. blue. Mm. Got a picture of a dragon on it, kind of similar to the king with a lightning arcing in a different shape. Uh, and you see that these two kobolds also have a trunk at their feet, like they brought gifts. Oh, you see they are wearing performer's clothes, these blue and white bodysuits, and with them, Standing at the front is a dragon elf in fine blue silks, but his hair is a bit frayed and he seems very nervous. And you recognize the original Cheswick. <laughs> oh, the geez. blue oh, dragon no. elf that you once captured and trapped in a cave. We should have killed him. <laughs> you see, he turns and looks at you guys. What are you all doing here? <laughs> we came to check up on you, Cheswick. What? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? We put I... an air tag on you. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is that? Why? Just go back Why to the cave. Why would you do that? Just go I back did... to the I cave. I can't. Don't kill me. Oh, Cheswick. And what? They have you ferrying fancy weapons as gifts here? You guys fucked me, okay? <laughs> You took out, you took out Cobalt, okay, uh -huh. and then I just got moved down to the next guy, and Indigo took our castle, all right, and he's even worse than Cobalt, okay? And you know what? He said, he said that I was no good with a sword, so he had to find something more useful for me, so he's using me as an envoy. He says, I'm so scared, it makes him scarier by comparison. Oh. When people, when people talk to me, they get scared of Indigo. <laughs> okay, tell you what, you're obviously afraid of Indigo. Uh -huh. How'd you like to come somewhere safe Can't. with us? You can't. There's nowhere safe. The last time I went with you, you put me in a cave with bears. And, did anything, and you gave me seeds. Did anything happen to you in the cave? Yes. <laughs> what? You buried my seeds. <laughs> Just buried my seeds. That doesn't seem like the worst outcome. Yeah, that's When you're like hungry really nice for bear. a snack <laughs> and the right. bear eats your snack, that's just about the worst thing that could happen. Okay? <laughs> This has been the worst three days of my life. Okay. It only it's only been a few days. Yeah. Maybe it's been yeah. four. I don't even know. <laughs> Look on the bright side. That bear could have killed you. That's true. Cheswick. All right. We know a place full of Cheswicks that I think you could be very useful at, but you're going to need to cooperate with us. I'm okay? not cooperating with you. You all need to get with the program. Indigo <laughs> is very scary, and you're all very scary, but you're not as scary as Indigo. Cheswick, if you... <laughs> what? Hitch your wagon onto Indigo. I don't have a wagon. <laughs> How are you brave and scared at the same time? I can't. You're standing I up to us. This is why I'm having a conversation with you if you negate. <laughs> I'm not. Okay. I can, I'll hear you out. Yeah, look, you're not going to be able to convince 
Cornflower to join your cause. You're not a very convincing person. You couldn't convince us not to lock you up in the cave. After talking to me, aren't you more scared of Indigo? No. How? No, no. We killed his dad. You were afraid of a bear that ate, that ate seeds. I think okay. I kind of whispered to them, like, sorry, just like, what do we think we're going to get from him? Because I'm not seeing. I, I want him benefit. to not be able to deliver Indigo's message. But, I mean. Indigo's message coming out of this voice is kind of a good thing for us. Yeah, that's true. That's going to make us look really good in comparison. That's like, what I wonder. If he's going to like hear both of our proposals like at the same time, if he's going to like hold court and we're both going to have to like present our plans, then yeah, like we've got Cheswick beat. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of what I'm yeah, you Okay, Cheswick. actually Cheswick like we're feeling pretty intimidated by you, bud. So like <laughs> We're going to go reformulate because really? like, we're freaked out. We're yeah. freaked out by like you're, the heat you're bringing. You're intimidated by me? You think Deeply. I'm bringing heat? Yeah. I'm yeah. supposed to... You survived a bear. I'm, seem, I'm supposed to be very put upon to make you, Indigo look scary. You should go. You should go first. Wait. You should yeah, go first. You should oh my goodness. Go no. There. You guys go first. No, no, no. And then no. I can recalibrate if I need to. <laughs> Okay, yeah, actually. Sure, that'd we'll be no, no, wait, I'll go first. <laughs> Stop. Stop whatever you're doing. Fair enough. Is he flees over to the two cobalt. <laughs> okay, so this is like a group project. We have to present a presentation to Cornflower, huh? Yeah. Okay. Is there like a big white projectable surface anywhere in this palace? Yeah, go ahead and give me a, uh, a perception check. Okay. Do you have a PowerPoint saw? <laughs> I've got an idea. <laughs> it's really stupid. Ah, uh, 16. 16. Yeah, you look around and you see that there is a, a long table in this main hall here. It's kind of put off to the side. It looks like they've kind of cleared an area for people to kind of make their proposals to the prince. But there is a table over to the side that looks like it's probably brought over when there are feasts. And there's a long, like, table runner on there. Okay. Uh, Callie, just hold up that uh, dotted picture you made at the right moment when I tell okay. you. Great. Uh, I'm so ready. After a little bit, you see the attendant that brought you guys in uh, with the purple mask on uh, walks down the stairs from behind the sort of like stage area and goes, make way for the High Prince Cornflower. And you see with uh, a few dragon knights next to him, there's a big dragon with bluish purple scales. He's got horns, but they're kind of rounded, much kind of more round features than you'd see on uh, a lot of dragons. He looks kind of non-threatening for his size. Uh, he enters and kind of sighs and gets on the throne and he goes, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I think Cheswick uh, was going to go first. Yes. Yeah. Um, hi. I am Cheswick from uh, King Indigo. Your grace, my lord. King Indigo requests that you submit instantly or he will, and I quote, lightning your ass to dust. I'm begging you, please, sir. He said he's going to eat me feet first. I, I applaud Cheswick. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And Cheswick is going to do a persuasion check. He gets what Indigo adds to intimidation as his check. Wow. So, so he's going to get a plus nine to this roll. He gets an eight. So he's starting with a base of 17. You see Cornflower nods and goes, okay, yeah, that sounds like my brother. Super freaking terrifying. Thank you. Thank you, Cheswick. <laughs> We all <laughs> politely clap. Bravo. And then Nailed I it. I sashay forward, produce a cornflower from my hand. <laughs> General Cornflower, I come to you not with a prospect of fear, but one 
of love. And I put it behind his ear. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Lord Cornflower, what if I told you that the way forward was to do nothing at all? All you have to do is align yourself with the current ruler of the living wood. Uh, and I'm going to jump up into the air and hang the tablecloth from the ceiling and then use a light to project the drawing through the tiny holes onto it. Shit. And, and I'll applaud like even harder for this one. <laughs> Almost like I'm uh, just like a plant. So light, light applause for Cheswick, but then really big mm -hmm. raucous one. Sweet. This. And I'm going to press the digitation dragon pheromones. <laughs> <laughs> That's Fuck, part of any, the spell. Is anyone else horny right now? <laughs> uh, yeah, indeed. Saul, go, go ahead and give me an acrobatics check as you okay. attempt this. Okay. And we'll do a persuasion check at sort of the end of the presentation, okay. but this will determine how much it helps the uh, persuasion check at the end. Shout out to the three Akris, but my acrobatics is pretty good. Um, that's an 11. Okay. You see Saul, <laughs> you see Saul goes and does the magician's trick where he goes to pull the table, <laughs> but there's a bunch of stuff there. So everything just clangs and flings off the table. He does a huge flip that hangs uh, the tablecloth as a banner, but then crashes really hard into the ground, gets up and is very clearly concussed, but makes it look kind of cool. Dude, you, you rocked your ankle. <laughs> That's right. Don't worry about the stuff on the table. You're moving anyway. Are you all right? He's fine. He just has been fighting alongside the new queen, Shiverblade. That's right. Ow. Shiverblade. She the one who killed my dad? You're damn right she did. Yes, she did. And in his place is a vacancy. Oh, man. My dad was always super fucking dick to me. He was a huge dick to us, too. Yeah. yeah. Really? What did he do to you guys? He killed one of our friends. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Almost killed That's all of us. Uh -huh. He's killed my friends before, too. Yeah, yeah, he tried to bury me in sand. Yeah, but he How'd gave you me, like, like this castle, so I have, like, complicated feelings to my dad. How'd you like to have a bigger castle? <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, I get what you mean. My dad is also me. Not to mention, how would you like having the dragon who killed your father protecting you from your brother? Yeah, because your brother kind of just started calling himself King Indigo, right? Right, well... He didn't actually kill anything. Yeah, because, like, And he's not yeah. occupying the castle. So uh -huh. if she can beat my dad, then that <laughs> well, means that she could beat Indigo. I love how complicated that relationship is. Yeah, she can be your dad. Beat my dad. <laughs> oh, right. I want her to be my dad. Listen, man, whatever you need. I had a role play idea. Cheswick <laughs> <laughs> pops up. That's weird, right? It's quiet, Cheswick. <laughs> Cheswick, shut up. <laughs> We'd interrupt your speech, Cheswick. Yeah, Cheswick. That math doesn't add up. We were perfect Indigo would kick Shiverblight's ass, and you know it. <laughs> I punch him in the belly button. Oh. <laughs> that is a small sample foot. of the might of Shiver Blight. Uh, guys, go ahead and give me a persuasion check. I'm going to activate my emissary of peace because I am quite literally trying to broker some peace. Nice. I'm going to get off the floor uh, and do a, a dance as all of my joints pop. Oh, I wouldn't walk <laughs> it off. Oh, Don't walk yeah. it off just yet. <laughs> to give uh, Callie guidance. 23. 23. Nice. You see Cornflower nods and seems to be looking more over in your guy's direction than he is in Cheswick's <laughs> and goes, yeah, I guess it seems at first like 
joining your guys' rebellion would be more work, but if anything, it would be less work. Yeah, why, yeah. why live in fear of your brother when you'll basically be completely ignored? Um, uh-huh. Oh if anything, you'll be right. his boss. Holy shit, I could be the big brother? Yes, you yeah, could be the big brother of the entire land. I yes. mean, you'll be the king. You suddenly hear the two blue kobolds pipe up in perfect unison. If we may, the case for High Prince Indigo is not finished. Cheswick, is it okay if they talk? Yeah, anyone else talk. You guys go. <laughs> they okay. just they said nothing. They just carried a trunk the whole time. I thought I was the guy. See, they walk past Cheswick and bow. Greetings, your grace. We are Zil and Zell Papa. We are the Papa twins, performers sent by King Indigo. He said you are a fan of spectacle. So, please, accept this gift on our behalf. You see, they pull out several puppets from the trunk. Oh, fuck, puppets? Sick. Boo. <laughs> Wait, oh, you don't like puppets? I love puppets. I just think this show sucks. <laughs> Give yeah, him a chance. <laughs> you see, he's really put off Calder. by <laughs> Give me a persuasion check with disadvantage. Oh, come on. Anyone can see they're really well made, Calder. <laughs> Didn't need disadvantage to roll low. But it's a five. <laughs> Callie, you see Calder's a little bit of a problem here. Calder, I'm going to need you to get the fuck on board with the fucking puppets. In fact, I'm going to need you to whip up a fucking frosty puppet right now. Calder, okay? Calder puts on the sock that Saul knit for him on his hand. You see Zill and Zell pull several puppets from the trunk as oh well God. as a small booth. You see one twin controls the puppets that control the landscape, and the other produces a puppet that looks like a human cleric Fuck. with blonde hair and shimmering plate These armor. These are pros. They begin speaking in unison. Long ago, the goddess Theala cast ruin on the land, and it would have stayed ruin if not for one scramble man. You see that the Allah puppet <laughs> casts a fiery light down onto the town below, which explodes, but out of the wreckage comes a possum puppet flopping around. Shit, I actually do like this show. <laughs> Though the goddess cast a terrible light, Papa scrambled to bring the fight. You see the possum leaps up into the sky, all four feet moving, just incredible puppet work, and through extreme dexterity, the puppeteers make the two duel. Back and forth they went, claws to her, swords to him. But in the end, only one could win. With a brave bite from the scramble lad, he took down the big bad, the day a possum saved the realm. Call her cries. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, guys, that was really good. You see Cornflower looks pretty moved, and they're going to do a performance check. Okay. Cornflower does indeed look quite impressed. And you see the twins put the stuff away in the trunk. Inside, you will find a variety of hand-carved puppets and figurines. A gift from your brother. Ah, okay. Um, who needs, who needs fake puppets when you could have your own puppet that lives and breathes and does as you say? Saul flips forward <laughs> and bends a knee. You want to be my court jester? Y- yes, my lord. <laughs> Give me a deception check. <laughs> 13. You rock a little bit from the concussion that you just gave yourself (laughs) from the thing. He looks over at the two kobolds who just put on this great show and goes, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, I just have to call it out because you're 
deciding between a puppet show and something that's actually good for you politically. You realize like the metaphor here, your brother sending a bunch of puppets to distract you, turning you into a bit of a puppet. Oh, actually, yeah. I was just noticing these, the swords on the wall, they, they're almost as big as the ones in the Great Hall. Of Shiverblades. Yeah, castle, almost. Right? Yeah. Ah, yeah. I feel like there's a whole bunch of. Oh, I didn't of these... even notice them on the wall. They're so small compared to those. Oh, well, I've got say. a bigger collection downstairs. Oh, really? Yeah, I've got a huge collection. And you see the two kobolds hold their hands up in unison and go, Actually, it's not just puppets in here. We also have a variety of figurines and ornamental weapons. Oh, figurines. Oh. We have real weapons that were. Fought. We have an army of Cheswicks that are dedicated to producing as many weapons and puppets as you want. We have relics, antiques. Yeah. All right. I'll say give me a new persuasion check. Me? Definitely you. You, absolutely. 31. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Come Christ. On, you see Cornflower's really into the mounted weapons and stuff and all of the kind of ceremony of it, but isn't much of a fighter. But as you guys bring this stuff up, he does react to it and seem like he would like to be that type of person. And he uh, kind of turns uh, to you guys and goes, all right, well... Seems like no matter what I do, there's going to be a bunch of people so pissed off at me. So why don't you guys give me a minute? You guys are staying for dinner, right? <laughs> We're having goat, of course. Yeah, I yeah. love goat. Uh-huh. I think, We're not I think in a hurry. The goat. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Where was that during the performance, dude? I was distracted by yeah, the puppets. Yeah, to be honest, you really fucked us. <laughs> We never got off low back. <laughs> I, sorry. <laughs> Turns to Calder. You should really give puppets a chance, though. <laughs> I apologize deeply. <laughs> Let me sit next to you at dinner. <laughs> Bold. All right. <laughs> you see uh, Cornflower uh, join some of his knights uh, and walks off. The attendant uh, grabs the trunk of uh, treasures and stuff uh, and looks out at over you guys, uh, the two kobolds, and um, Cheswick and goes... The High Prince requests that I give you a tour of his trophy room. Uh, yeah, can we have a minute, though? Very well, yeah, just... but the trophy room's not going away forever. Okay, we just need to do like a little... It's a room. Yeah. Where is it going? <laughs> All right, I'll do two tours. <laughs> but I'm not... You guys aren't going to get the organic an anecdotes. I, oh, thank God. Yeah, we just need a post-mortem after our performance. Great. Uh, you see, um, yeah, goes downstairs uh, with, the, with the chest um, and with uh, the two blue kobolds and Cheswick. It's oh. just you guys in this great hall with... Uh, there are, like, knights around and stuff, mm -hmm. but none of your, like, competing factions. So private tour okay. after this. That's yeah. awesome. I'm a little concerned. Uh-huh. Because this guy is just, like, going to be attracted to the shiniest thing. I feel like we need someone who's hungry for power rather than someone that we dupe into being there until someone else dupes him to leave it. I think he's perfect because he's not going to threaten Shiverblight's power. He doesn't mm. care about the power. He mm -hmm. just wants the illusion of it. Yeah. And I guess I'm worried that, like, if we broker this marriage uh -huh. and then someone else comes along with a puppet show that he likes then mm. he'll just bail on her oh we only need him for a brief amount of time so the other dragons submit right okay there's one more thing i'm worried about though what just that chest didn't sit right with me i'm, yeah, I'm a little worried no, i think that there could be something nefarious yeah should we uh maybe go inspect that and then uh circle back at dinner yeah that works for me okay 
all right, well, first we have to get this tour, right? <laughs> Great. Yeah. You guys see after a little bit, the attendant comes back up with the two blue cobalts and Cheswick. And Cheswick goes, it was pretty funny. You should have gotten the organic anecdotes. <laughs> They'll be organic for us. <laughs> he said he wasn't going to do them, but I think they will be. We got the uh, walk alone version with the headphones. <laughs> what? They had that? <laughs> I would have not had to talk to anyone. I, I felt I tried to fill some awkward silence at one point and talked more about the bear stealing my nuts. <laughs> Seeds. The bear Seeds. took your testicles? Sorry. No. See, this is what he said. It was really funny. The kobolds thought it was funny. Sweet, yeah. The att- attendant takes you guys, and you enter the High Prince's trophy room and see a wall lined with gleaming ornamental weapons and finely carved statues. Um, Everybody go ahead and give me perception checks. Another three. I got an eight. Nine. Okay. You guys see... Warhammers, long swords, great swords, maces, and morning stars, statues of monsters, statues of heroic figures in heroic poses, and the attendant who's acting as the tour guide uh, gestures around and goes, Our prince is a fan of the myths and legends of our world. His prized possession is, of course, a replica lance based on the one wielded by the legendary dragon rider Tulane during the dragon wars of old when they battled the giants. Wow, get out of town. That's something. Here, let me let me see that thing. Hey, don't touch it. Oh. Don't <laughs> okay. touch That's it. That's a real-life replica. Hands away. <laughs> I this just is want a real-life expect- replica. Uh-huh. A lot of these things are sharp. I'm doing it as much for you as I am for me. Uh, understood. Okay. okay. Has it uh, seen battle? Replica battle? Theoretically, it has seen replica battle, (laughs) yes. There have been some cosplay reenactments of some major wars I was trying to set you up for that, yeah. Replica tested. I I really like this shelf of Funko Pops and Nendoroids over here. It's really nice. Those you may touch as much as you'd like, as long as they're out of the box. (laughs) Okay. And you see he gestures to a mounted lance of gleaming metal, gold-tipped, with a black grip and ornate engravings. It's very short. It's smaller than even a short sword. Hmm. Uh, but you see he dons a pair of gloves and in a very forced way goes, huh, don't want to leave any evidence. Huh? <laughs> you guys you... should have been on the first tour. Okay. I, I, it I was laughed. organic. I, I came up with this this morning. I was smiling. <laughs> it just wasn't really this is why This is why people say to go on the first tour. I thought it was great. Are you going to murder someone? <laughs> you see, he goes, I just don't really like comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're more into dramatic acting. I was I was forced to do the bits. It's, it's not on me. It's all part of the tour. You see, he... he, he I gra- love improv. He grabs the lance down from uh, the, the case that it's in. And as soon as he grabs it, he flicks his wrist. And you see the uh, lance extends to be this enormous 12-foot weapon. Whoa. Oh, huh, what do you think about that? Uh, it's amazing. Is this replica <laughs> true to size? Uh, this Real one scale. is, yes. Wow. Um, while on Dragonback, Tulane was said to use the lance at full length, but it would retract for close combat. Ah. Or what oh. I like to call getting up close and personal. Uh-huh. 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 I thought it was great. Really my thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, Calder, you feel... Go ahead and give me a uh, wisdom saving throw. What? Uh, That is a seven. A seven. You feel an anger at seeing this. 
we know who went up against this. Yeah. What's you all right up there? No. <laughs> it's just a replica, I'm buddy. Pissed. Yeah, but it's reminding me of some shit. What happened? You, you lost. I didn't lose against the dragons. I didn't even fight against that many dragons. I came a little bit later. I see. But you know what they did with this lance? They'd fly low and take off our ancestors' heads. Or I guess not yeah. take them off of the lance. That would be kind of hard with a piercing weapon. Right. But well, I guess you could poke it yeah. super hard. Yeah, you could poke it super hard. Right. But yeah. not with this lance. This is just a replica. This is just a replica, but I'm... <laughs> Mad. <laughs> Calder gets a migraine. <laughs> I whisper to the tour guide, he's having a phone call right now. Is that okay? Yeah. He's on hold. Strange. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you see um, uh, he puts the uh, lance back up on uh, the wall here, uh, back on the display. Hey there, Nadpoles. Did you know that about 75% of people have subscriptions that they've forgot about? Truly, even if you think you have your number of subscriptions under control, you might as well check out Rocket Money just to be sure. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings, folks. With Rocket Money, you got full control over all of your subscriptions and a clear view of those expenses. You can see all of your subscriptions in one place, so if there's anything you don't want, Rocket Money will help you cancel it with just a few taps. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate your bills lower for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They will deal with customer service and all those AI chatbots so you don't have to. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and it's saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions. That is saving their members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. So stop wasting money on things that you don't use cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw that is rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw thank you everybody Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Factor. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. You can check out their menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto-Friendly. Folks, their fresh, never-frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes, so no matter how busy you are, you will always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart your new routine what are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from, every week you'll always have new flavors to explore. So make your day delicious from breakfast to dessert. Stay fueled with easy and nutritious options and also keep that kitchen time to a minimum. Factors meals are ready in just two minutes, so that's no shopping, no prepping, no cooking, or cleaning up. Enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle. Head on over to factormeals.com slash pawpaw50 and use the code pawpaw 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code pawpaw50 at factormeals.com slash pawpaw50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Thank you, everybody. Do you have any fey weaponry? I realize I'm like woefully 
undereducated in our own military history. Um, yes, actually, uh, Tulane was an Aladrin. Uh, she was part of an adventuring party with two other Aladrin. Mm. Um, one became the goddess Melora, and the other was an Aladrin named Ariox. We uh, we do have some recreations of spellbooks from uh, druids of Melora here, but she herself didn't have a heavy hand on the material plane, so we don't have much here that's representative of her of her combat or anything like that. But do you know what kind of Aladrin they were? Like I'm clearly a rainy day Aladrin. Sorry you... about the puddle. Yeah, sorry about <laughs> Please, that. Please away from I've the Funko pop, up pop boxes. Of caution, slippery when wet side. Right, let's not get the boxes soggy. <laughs> all right, let's stay away from the boxes. <laughs> Saul puts a box down, but it's stuck to his hand. Yes, okay. <laughs> stop, stop. You're going to need to leave with that, and we're going to pretend. I try to sweep up your okay. Everyone, stop touching everything. Everyone, stop touching. We're creating everything. a mucus. <laughs> As you guys are kind of looking around at all this stuff, go ahead and give me uh, new perception checks. Oh yeah, I got distracted. Fourteen. 16. 17. Okay. Nice. Uh, you guys do Ew. clock. Everybody who got above uh, a 15. So Damn I it. say uh, Calder still has a terrible <laughs> migraine. Calder needs to lie down. Mad. Oh, does anyone have an ice pack? How mad Ultra <laughs> Oh, I do. <laughs> uh, but you guys see Callie and Saul mm-hmm. see the trunk of puppets. Uh, was brought down here and stored down mm. here, and uh, they have not been put on display yet, but they are under a, a shelf. Okay. Um, while uh, Callie and I are fiddling with the Funko Pops, <laughs> I'm going to whisper her and say, I'll create a distraction if you want to look at the puppet box. Okay, cool. Great. I don't know how you're going to do it, but I can't wait to see. <laughs> and hey. I slink away. <laughs> I think I like silently glide on all the water we've created over <laughs> to the... <laughs> the uh, puppets. Uh, Saul goes over to a, like a pile of display gloves and says, "Are these free? Can I put these on?" You can put the display gloves on. That would be a good are these step. The gloves that I should use to pick up the other gloves. Yes, these are the gloves that you use to pick up the replica adventurer's gloves. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so I put on these put gloves on and pick these up these gloves. gloves. Okay. Go ahead and give me Callie. You can make sleight of hand with uh, advantage okay. while Saul is arguing. About gloves. I watch the master at play and my heart swells with pride. At 26. Jesus. Yeah. You click this open seamlessly. You time it perfectly with Saul like banging into one of the shelves trying to grab. Saul has put on a glove of giant strength so he can pick up one of the display gloves. That is not for. Am that, I doing that it? That is not a protective glove. Am that I is a glove it? to be protected. There are protective gloves and protected gloves, okay? Learn the difference. It's in my mouth. Yeah. Yes. None of them go in the mouth. None of them go in the mouth. Calliope watches wondering how much Saul actually is trying to do the distraction. And wonders if the distraction hasn't even started yet. Uh, Callie, you see inside the trunk, as you click this open silently, you find that there are are uh, some other smaller figurines and stuff, just kind of collectible things that Cornflower might want for his hoard down here, his trophy room. But the biggest thing you find are four puppets. You see one of Theala, the cleric from the show. You see one is an elf wizard. There's a dwarf warrior in there. And one is the possum puppet. Okay. Um, can I activate my divine sense to try to, to detect good and evil? You don't... Or actually, oh, 
I'll do detect magic. Detect magic. Okay, mm-hmm. yes. Your divine sense does not detect anything, but uh, go ahead and I'll say you were so quiet with, uh, you know, more than 25 sleight of hand check and Saul being so disruptive <laughs> with the gloves. I slip out my deductor faster. I need Wah. you to analyze this situation. Deductor, that's good. Just the tiniest <laughs> little quacks. Uh, just lost in the screaming over the gloves. I'm sorry, I got hungry. I reached into my pack for a Protected snack. I forgot gloves. I was wearing the gloves. Protective gloves. <laughs> Neither of them edible gloves. The please labels don't. are very similar. Don't yell. Don't yell, please. They aren't labels because there's a tour guide here. You ask questions. It's, it's an ocular migraine, and it's not going away. Callie, the, you... the duck goes over your performance, and it just says flawless. <laughs> uh, Callie, you cast detect magic, and you sense transmutation magic on the puppets. Ooh. And transmutation would be like turning something into something else, right? Obviously transmuting. Yes. <laughs> okay, so this is either something that's been concealed as a puppet or a puppet that's going to become something else. I think in behind, I think, can I try and catch Calder's eye through this ruckus? I have my hand on one of them, but yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I look at Kelly with my left eye. (laughs) Can I just hold up the pop-up puppet and do like thumbs up, thumbs down? I don't know what she's talking about, so I go thumbs up. <laughs> okay, I'm going to pocket the pop-up. You're going to pocket the pop-up? Oh, oh, that's what it was. <laughs> so the po- it's it's a pretty big puppet. Oh, okay. If it's too big, then I'll just put it back in the... Okay. Can I block Callie with my body and, yeah, and, you guys and let be... her like stuff it in like a rucksack or something? Go ahead and give me a new sleight of hand check. 12. As you go to pick up the puppet the attendant here turns and goes and you over here touching the prince's new toys i mean replicas i (laughs) i thought this was an exhibit i'm so sorry none of this is an exhibit put that back they're not even on um, display yeah kelly you need to put these gloves on if you want to touch that oh okay um i go to put the gloves on but i think i'm gonna try and play dumb and be like I just thought it seems like there's like something magical going on. So I thought I was like part of the replicas. Something magical going on? Yeah. It's like these puppets are like magical in some way. What? Like some sort of like wizardry. Come on, guys. It wasn't that good of a show. <laughs> <laughs> Captivating. Sure. <laughs> you see, he goes over. He'll go ahead and do. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yes, there does seem to be something special about these puppets, other than the fact that they're finely carved and part of an incredible puppet show. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Yeah. I, right. So that's, I'm sorry, that's why I thought it was like part of no, the No, all right. Uh, p- perhaps I'll get some of our. The rest of the weapons here are like so magical. I'll <laughs> go retrieve some of our mages and see if they can uh, investigate this. But d- don't don't be touching anything. Everyone, okay. stop touching stuff. Okay. Okay. I, just, I didn't touch you just, anything. You just didn't make it anything. clear up top. Is all I'm saying. Uh, Calder, I will say that your eyes are drawn to a giant gleaming bow with uh, sort of blue and white touches. Mm. What's uh? What's that? Oh, I speak of the devil. I was telling you before about one of. 
to Lane's old adventuring partners. This is a replica of a bow that was wielded by Ariox, who um, was was another Eladrin, uh, who would actually eventually battle against Tulane. He sided with the giants in their wars. Oh, my headache just went away. <laughs> yes, small folk, but giant heart. Huh. Unlike some people I know. Are you talking about Saul? <laughs> talking about... <laughs> I'm talking about you, me, letting Shiverblight take the glory that should have been ours. Yeah, but I mean, we that, we all won. That was that's we the point, right? We did not win. Sure, we did. She won. She's on our team, dude. <laughs> History does not remember teams. Sure, it does. Remember the the '26 New York Yankees, <laughs> the Laquidditch team. <laughs> That's right. No, not really. But you knew it was Laquidditch team. of their, yes, whatever. Point proven. <laughs> You're talking about Laquidditch over there? You're See, talking about the Mage Hand Yankees? Do you want to tell Saul you're sorry for what you said about him? <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> Can I look at this bow of Ariex's and see if it has any um, symbols of Oberyn? I'm like mm. curious if there's any connection there. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and give me a history check as you look at it. 18. Ooh, baby. With only a plus one to mm, it. Mm, mm. Callie, as you look at this bow, you don't see any markings that suggest anything about Oberon. Mm-hmm. But you do see this does seem to have been wielded by a winter eladrin but it is it is very big and i'll say the the attendant uh, even clarifies and goes ariox used his magical powers to grow to giant size and would use his godly uh, archer skills to shoot dragons out of the sky Whoa. how strange i've just been working on some magic that's similar to that so you look at this bow and Again, you don't see anything from Oberon, but you do see a symbol on it that is a snowflake, and the design of it reminds you of your mother's old, like, family crest, like her side of the family. So it would appear that Ariox was a winter Eladrin at one time. I am going to copy down that. Great. Similar. Uh, is, you, is this a replica or the real deal? This, of course, is a real deal replica. <laughs> That's what I meant wow. to say. I didn't want to minimize that. Yeah. A certified mint condition replica. Yeah. The recreation here, almost better than the original. Hell, better than the original ones. <laughs> I, I would say so. <laughs> All right. Why don't I will go talk to some mages about the puppets and I'll get you back up to the uh, Great okay. Hall here. Of yeah. course. Yes. All right. Let's go back up. Thank you for the tour. What was your name, by the way? Carl's. Carl's. Great. Uh, thank you so much for the tour, Carl's. Uh, sorry again for all of the various secretions. Nothing a handshake couldn't fix. <laughs> Don't touch me unless you put on a protective glove, not a protected one. Are you a replica? 
Saul pulls out a knitted glove that he had the entire time and puts it on. In a way, aren't we all replicas? That's, that's actually, that's beautiful, Carl. I oh, look God. at my mother's crest and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I think we all. <laughs> Saul weeps. <laughs> Don't remind me! So, some of us are more Everyone. replicas than others. <laughs> yeah, that's I can true. see I've struck some type of nerve. <laughs> Who am I? Saul looks in the reflection of a mirror shield. <laughs> and you see way too many of yourself. <laughs> Yeah, it reflects off another mirror. Just infinite souls. <laughs> Where do I stand? That's strange. Lost anyway. in the swamp of my own life. All right. Um, Let's go yes. eat some food. Um, yes, I'll get you back up to the main hall. So, Carl's takes you guys back up to the main hall, and he leaves. You see, he tells um, uh, some other knights and stuff there that he's going to like a nearby like mage's tower to try to get some people okay. uh, to go check out the puppets. Um, and... Back in the main hall, the servants have begun uh, putting some food out. Uh, they're pouring wine for the guests. You see Cheswick and the kobolds are sitting at the table awaiting the prince's return. And as you guys walk back in, you see Cheswick uh, looks at you guys frantically. So, did you did you have fun trying to ruin me again? What, you, what did you say about me? What do, you, what do you think happened down there? You're paranoid, man. Yes, yeah. of course I'm paranoid. Why wouldn't I be paranoid? You know, the craziest thing is like, you're so busy being worried what other people are saying about you, when the reality is they just aren't even thinking about you to begin with. <laughs> Go ahead and make me an intimidation check with advantage. <laughs> Because it's 23. Wow. You see? But I want to say that I definitely want to backpedal and be like, sorry, it's just like in therapy one time that was like helpful for me. You see, you see yeah. But you then just, I also flex. Yeah, he, doesn't even, he doesn't even speak. He just turns and looks forward <laughs> and just downs his wine and begins pouring some more. Did you use a spell? <laughs> he he looks know. absolutely haunted. <laughs> I think it just came out wrong. <laughs> that, there was advice. a time when that was yeah. like a salve for me. But <laughs> was that cutting words? <laughs> I look at my spell slots. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> uh, I, I act as Calder's squire and say, make way, make way for Solder Bilday, seated at the hand of the prince. Awesome. Cool. <laughs> See, Ultras is cool. <laughs> oh, I not. also go into squire mode. <laughs> Out of the way, scum! <laughs> For a true hero comes this way! Callie, stop using your spell slots! <laughs> See, Calder Shit. doesn't trust Callie, though. <laughs> See, the kobolds kind of stand to their ground, and the kobold twins just sit there and stay in their spot, but Jesuit moves to the other side of the table <laughs> and is just looking out the window. How did you get yourself in this, Cheswick? <laughs> Cheswick neutralized. Yeah. So you guys are waiting at the uh, head of the table here, uh, or not at the actual head of the table, waiting to sit next to uh, Cornflower. Mm -hmm. And eventually you see that the High Prince Cornflower does walk back down the stairs to rejoin you all. And he is flanked by a couple more of his attendants, like his advisors. You see people in um, purple robes with purple masks. These are people that are probably quite close to the prince. And uh, guys, go ahead and give me inside checks. Mm. It's five. Ooh. I got a five. Okay. 17. 17. 21. I'm feeling insightful. Yeah, you guys look at the high prince cornflower and seeing seeing him with like all of his advisors and stuff and having just been to like his trophy room he's definitely by no means any kind of heroic figure mm -hmm. but there is something 
about the fact that he does make sure that like the people around him like kind of like feel special and stuff mm. like they've got this like a uh, special finery and like they're wearing like his color specifically and even his trophy room like his hoard instead of being all these like stolen treasures and stuff on the one hand it's like well he's not going into the battle and taking this stuff mm. but on the other hand it's like he's not going into the battle and taking this stuff yeah. it's all just like he's not the worst dragon you've ever met right. yeah. by a long Carl shot. Seems to be ha- seems to have like a bit of pride in his yeah. job. He's yeah, taking care of his people. Which like it's it'd true. be good for Shiverblight to have like some staff beyond the Cheswicks. Yeah, they yeah. seem to know their history, which seems like a good way to avoid repeating it. Yeah, yeah. it seems Ooh, like it yeah. seems like uh-huh. his biggest sin is kind of like being lazy uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, not necessarily caring uh-huh. as much, but he's not, he doesn't seem to have like the megalomania mm-hmm. that you found with a lot of his brothers. Yeah. Right. But um, I do think we could maybe exploit his, his desire for military glory. Yeah. Or paraphernalia. <laughs> More so that. Yeah. yeah. Shiny metals. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so you do see Cornflower comes down with these attendants at his side and he looks out at all of you guys and he goes, I have thought long and hard about this over the past 45 minutes. Oh, you're making a decision now? Wow. We, we have to you, Okay. Yeah. What, do you, I, I love it. Yeah. I'm still eating it. my salad. <laughs> oh, okay. Not to, yeah. Do you guys want to just have like a weird dinner? I honestly, okay. I, it really speaks to your integrity that yeah. you're not making us sit through a weird dinner. Yeah. Tell us how you're feeling, yeah. and then we'll sit through the weird dinner afterwards. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can just have a weird dinner. Oh fuck! You're supposed to do these after the dinner. <laughs> Shit. Okay. No, I'll just I'll eat my salad real quick, and then you know we're talking. About then you it. can go. We have to do it now. I'm actually famished. I wouldn't mind getting started. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> Why don't we do the main course and then I'll tell you guys my decision and then we'll do dessert, dessert. That sounds after it. Yeah. Weird, yeah. weird dessert. Weird dessert. Okay. Awkward dessert. Yeah. <laughs> Strategy <laughs> dinner, weird dessert. They begin bringing out like horns of ale and um, uh, steaming ah. hot food. These big platters of food and everything as cornflour sits at the head of the table. Uh you guys all eat together. You see the little kobolds are just staring at you guys from uh, across mm. the table. Yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna look at Calder mm. and Saul and be like, "You guys got this." Give them each a bardic, and then I think I'm gonna go sit with the kobolds. Smart. Yeah, you go over uh-huh. to the kobolds, um, and I'll say you even like kind of saddle up between them. And uh, hey, it turns out there's only room for one squire, so looks like Calliope. More ale, Saul. <laughs> <laughs> right away, my lord. I spill a lot on your feet. Hey, these are knit boots. They should get wet. Yeah, as the food's being passed around and everything, these kobolds look up at you, Callie, and both at the same time go. Do you wish for the living wood to descend into chaos? <sighs> Do I wish for the living wood to descend into chaos? No, I don't. Great. Then the High Prince Cornflower should follow the line of succession and acknowledge King Indigo. Pitch me on Indigo. He's the strongest. Okay. What else? Because being oldest and strongest He's doesn't always set people right. Okay. And the oldest. Okay, but you're not saying anything that actually like. He's strong. He's mighty. He's uh-huh. powerful. Yeah. Is he smart? Is he? He's buff. Empathetic. <laughs> Is he kind? No, he's smart in a calculating way. 
okay, I, I really, I really, I'm just here as an emissary. You seem very passionate, though, and I love that for both of you. Can I ask fraternal? I- identical. Okay, okay. I just, I'm just curious. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> the awkward dinner continues. Yeah. I feel like I, yeah, the uh, hyperin speaks up. I feel like I can't think about anything except my decision. Yeah, well, I, I can't think about anything besides this rack of lamb. It's yeah. even delectable. I mean, we really liked your Funko Pops. They were pristine. Did you see them in the box? Yeah. Yeah, you know, we, we loved the boxes as well. And even used, more pristine. You used the protective gloves to touch did. the protective we gloves. <laughs> gloves. Good. Very good. Did. I think I watched this interaction, and I think I go to the kobolds. I don't know. I'm kind of feeling cornflour over indigo. There is no cornflour over indigo. Yeah, you see, as you guys are having this dinner, the kobolds look up at... High Prince Cornflower and go, I say we end this sham of a meal and you make a decision. Wow, you're rushing. It's not even really. A, it That's... is not a decision. It is you acknowledging the line of succession. Bend the knee to Indigo and we will restore peace and order to the living wood. Sorry, just if, if we're following the line of succession, there's uh-huh. there's not even a blue dragon in the castle, so. Yeah, I don't know if you can succeed someone that's been Not deposed. pretenders, the true line of succession. Mm. And they are going to make an intimidation check against Cornflower. Cornflower looks nervous. Ultimately, I think that the way that the king was besieged for a reason because he carried out a certain type of rule that is unstable in the fact that it riles people up to go against him. I have a feeling that Indigo would continue his father's rule, which turned out to not be either kind or even effective. Go ahead and give me a persuasion check and you can do it with advantage. 24. Nice. Cornflower was kind of shaken by what... The kobold said, and you can tell that he's afraid of his, uh, definitely afraid of Indigo and probably afraid of his other older brothers. But he looks at Callie and as she says that, gets a little bit more of a spine and goes, okay, yeah, maybe I should make a decision right now. And so I will say, though the puppeteers displayed great showmanship. <laughs> they did. They absolutely they did. They did display great showmanship, and then they gave you a very thinly veiled threat. It was intense. <laughs> uh, and, and and though I am highly offended by some of the opposing envoys' lack of appreciation for said puppets. I, I said that before the show. <laughs> He's a changed man, Lord. All right. <laughs> Well, despite anyone's dislike of puppets, I cannot abide my brother's and my dad's continual quest for war. If a union between the Princess Shiverblight and myself would bring peace to the kingdom and I wouldn't have to do anything, I must at least... (laughs) Sorry, can you just repeat that again? I had the first part. Okay. If a union between the Princess Shiverblight and myself would bring peace peace to the kingdom, yeah. and I wouldn't have to do anything. Oh. God, they truly are perfect for each other. I must at least try an engagement and see if it works out. Let us see if love is truly blind. <laughs> oh my, Calder weeps. Oh. <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> Bravo fucking oh. 
yeah, he chose love over war. <laughs> he chose love over family. <laughs> he chose love over everything. <laughs> Literally anything. And now it's time for the grand reveal. <laughs> Cornflower looks Dessert. super proud of himself. And uh, you see the kobolds slam their fists down and they go, that is not going to work for King Indigo. And a moment later, you see Carl's rushes into the room. The trophy room! It's been raided! It's gone! Oh no. What's gone? The replicas. The Funkos? And the kobolds speak up. That is right. And if you ever want to see your horde again, you'll follow the line of succession. There will be accommodations made for your horde at Indigo's new fortress once he takes it back. So it's not really his new fortress. It's kind of just a possible fortress that he's going to try. I have the prince's horde. Where? Tell us. No. <laughs> you gotta try. <laughs> Thought I'd trip him up. Okay, um, we'll, can I look and see what, what uh, Cornflower's reaction is to this? Cornflower is shocked and horrified and doesn't know how to react. It's like a hostage situation. Like his horde is very important to him. You see he goes to attack and the kobolds hold their hands up and go, you wouldn't want anything to happen to your precious artifacts, would you? Uh-huh. Cornflower? This is completely manipulative. Do you really want to enter in, into this kind of relationship? Do you yeah. think that this kind of relationship ever ends peacefully? It only no, just I keeps on They have, have all my shit. But they have all my shit. They're replicas. They're replicas. They're replicas. That's not the jack. That's not the jack. That's not the jack's all. Now wait. They're, the horde, it can't have gone far. We just saw it. Uh-huh. Let us get it back for you. Uh, Let everybody us go it. ahead and roll initiative. Not one. Seven. So I got an eight. 22. At the top of the round, right away as the throne room kind of descends into chaos, mm-hmm. Carl's is yelling out, they, they cleared it out quickly. They must have used the, the bag of holding. We have a replica of a, a time-traveling halfling's bag in there. Ugh. They stuffed everything in there and ran away. Of course, that's the one real thing. Ugh. A working <laughs> replica. Amazing. Uh, and Saul, that is your turn. Uh, so I think what I'm going to do is look for an open window or a window I can open, jump out it, and then use my new monk ability to run up the wall to the top of the roof. Great. Okay, so... Saul, first things first, you jump out this window. You begin running vertically up the, uh, using your sticky feet uh, to run up the uh, castle. Put on some boots, damn it. Sounds like someone's firing a Nerf gun at the castle. Yeah, you run up the side of the castle and you get to the roof. You've gone uh, 45 feet up. Uh You get to the top up here. Uh, Yeah, you see all these spires up here on top of the keep. Uh, Go ahead and give me a perception check as you look around. Uh, I am perching off of the side of a spire uh, like Tobey Maguire at the end of Spider-Man 1. Sick. Spire like Maguire. (laughs) I aspire to spire like Maguire. (laughs) Jake, you're on fire. Uh, That's a 21. 21. You look out, you see that this place is on lockdown, that even before the word got out that the High Prince's horde has been stolen, they were preparing in case anybody came and tried to attack them or overtake them. So there are all these ballistas, all this like anti-dragon stuff kind of coming out. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are closing the gates and everything. You look around and with your perception check, you do not see anyone running with the bag at (sighs) this moment. Do you you have a Bardic? Ooh. You could add that to the Interesting. Ooh. Is it an eight? 
Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, why not? So 21. Let's crank that. Oh, that's an eight. <laughs> that's a 29. Fuck yeah, bro. Great <laughs> call. Thank you, Kelly. With a 28 stealth 29. Check. Oh, you got a 29. Oh. This guy got a 28. <laughs> Wow, what a clutch fucking bar. Absolutely so clutch Holy for the party. shit. You have these uh, really intense monk senses, mm-hmm. and I'll say you even go into sort of a meditative state as you look around, mm, yeah. and Callie gives you this bardic in- inspiration. You are unable to see this thing. It is moving so fast, and it is using its action to hide, but you see a little bit of trace of the magic from like the detect magic. You see like a little swirl of yellow magic go by as you see the paw paw puppet uh, is hiding behind people uh, and scrambling by, dragging a bag behind him. He is currently 90 feet away from the keep going towards the castle wall, probably going to scale it or go underneath it somehow. It's the Scramble Man! Um, <laughs> 90 feet. I'm going to use my action to run 45 more feet, and then I'm going to use a bonus action to dash the next 45 feet to get there. Damn, dude! I worked this all out of my head. I was like, it'll take him 30 feet to get out of the castle. Another, He'll go another 90 feet. So yeah. Wow. Saul, you jump off the roof and you scramble (laughs) after this possum and you close the distance, (laughs) uh, making all this noise as this transmutated little puppet um, is carrying this stuff away. You close the distance, but you do not have an actions, but you are, you found it and you are chasing it. If I have a free action, I'll just shout. Okay, found great. it! Great. You shout out. Uh, you see these other guys around you are so much slower than you. <laughs> you are in an absolute flow state as you find this thing. You basically see fucking magic. And then like the Flash, you've already run up a building. Oh, yeah. You jump off the building, Assassin's Creed style, and just close <laughs> on this thing. These other guys in slow motion are just, wait, what happened? <laughs> Scramble man, meet the hoppelganger. So you are chasing this possum. You are on his freaking tail. Yeah. After Saul's turn in the main hall, three more puppets emerge from the stairs coming from like the trophy room like they were hiding down there. They unlatch their puppet jaws and begin laughing. (laughs) (laughs) This is why, this is why I don't like puppets. I don't like these fucking puppets. (laughs) They can all do this. You see that each one of the three are going to start targeting people to try to send them into a magical fit of laughter. So the guards are going to make saves. God, that's so good. (laughs) First puppet is the human cleric you saw. You see she gets one of the guards to collapse in a fit of laughter. (laughs) He just starts matching their weird... Quiet. Uh, just this terrible chorus. Uh, the next one, uh, who's this little puppet of a dwarf warrior, is going to do the same uh, and target two people. Uh, he manages to get another one, so there's just two guards left. Uh, this last one is going to, uh, they can do two at a time. It's going to try to get both of them, uh, and they take out the guards. The guards are uh, can redo saves on their turns, <laughs> but you see his sort of royal guard immediately collapse and are all laughing along with these puppets. Uh, there's nothing funny about this. It's, it's, it's terrifying. I love it. 
<laughs> and then uh, Papa acts on the same turn. He's going to do a bonus action oh, no. possum laugh and look up at you, Saul. <laughs> we don't like comedy. <laughs> uh, give me a wisdom saving throw. A big grin starts cracking on Saul's face, and he says, I prefer documentaries. Uh, it it's not a terribly high DC. Okay. These guys are more sneaky and fast than they are powerful. All right, wisdom okay. save. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. 16. 16 passes. Woo! Okay. That was his bonus action. He's going to use uh, an action to disengage and then use his speed of 120 what? to keep what? fucking running. Yes. I mean, I understand why the joke's funny. I just don't find it funny. He scrambles to the hey! wall. He's like at the base of the wall. Come back. Uh, and you see the elves nearby are so slow in comparison. Mm -hmm. You see a few guards take shots and they just, uh, you're the only one that has a fucking hope of catching him. How far away did he get? 120 feet. After Papa's turn, that is the High Prince Cornflower's turn. Cornflower is going to use his, he has to use like an action essentially to bust through the wall. He's going to make an attack because he can't fit through one of the little windows. <laughs> uh, he successfully just crashes through a window, takes like a stone pillar down with him as he bursts <laughs> through the castle wall and goes 80 feet. You see he's 10 feet behind you, Saul. Dude. Where did he go? Did you see him? <laughs> yeah, he just ran 100 feet that way. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> How are these puppets so fast? I don't know, but they're beautifully made. You they're gotta so admit that. so intricate. <laughs> you see that dragon-shaped hole in the wall? That's comedy. <laughs> um, after Saul falls to the ground laughing. <laughs> after the High Prince Cornflower's turn, that is the two kobolds, uh, Zill and Zell, the puppet twins. Uh, they are going to attempt to attach puppet strings to you guys. Oh, you see uh, the one kobold uh, throws up her claws uh, and you see magical strings uh, emerge from them and attach to Calder. Calder shrieks the highest pitched <laughs> shriek you've ever heard. <laughs> now you are the puppet. <laughs> Your biggest fear is becoming a puppet. Uh, your scream almost distracts me from protection paladin. <laughs> uh, go ahead and give me a wisdom uh, saving throw, Calder. Wisdom, fuck me. 10. Oh, I have a bardic. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll tell you, you got to roll a five or higher. Okay. It's DC 15. Six. Yay! Thank you, Kelly. <laughs> uh, yeah, Calder, you can, uh, with the bardic inspiration, much like Saul, you can kind of see the magic. These invisible strings suddenly become apparent to you at the very last second, sparkling with arcane energy, and you dive out of the way. It's not real. It's not real. <laughs> <laughs> but the other puppeteer is going to try to do the same thing. Shit. Reaches up his strings and is going to try to get you. Go ahead and give me a wisdom saving throw. That one. Okay. Uh, you see that the strings successfully attach to Calder. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and Calder, you immediately feel yourself lose control of your body. You're still there. Callie, you see that he has like herky-jerky movement. Calder, we've never done this routine before. <laughs> Fucking Pinocchio now. <laughs> Oh, man, did you see a giant puppet show as a kid? That would be so terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> the puppets would be so big. Calder starts dancing. Okay. Calder, I'll try to follow your movement. <laughs> After their turn, that is Cheswick's turn. Cheswick, full dash, 
Free me, Cheswick. <laughs> runs out of the window uh, and runs in the opposite direction of everyone. Uh, and it's just going to try to start a new life. Cool. <laughs> runs directly into a cave. Yeah. Honestly, that's the most beautiful thing. You can just keep restarting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Callie, that is your turn. There's always okay. another cave. So I'm looking at Calder. Do the strings look like something I can slice with my sword or does it look like I can use an action to shake him out of it? Hmm. You, you cannot use an action to shake him out of it. I will say you do see the strings. If you had something that could attack magic, like a dispel magic or something, mm. that could do it. I don't have that. Okay. Is it something that looks like concentration that I can... It looks like if you were to mess up the cobalt that is controlling it, that it could in, it would indeed fuck it up. Kick his ass, Kelly. <laughs> okay. Since we leveled up, uh, I know we didn't like get anything back, but I did get a fourth level spell. Can I use it? That is correct. We have not announced it on the show yet, but the characters have leveled Ooh. up from killing the king for okay. getting an ancient dragon, believe it or not. A PR um, statement has just been released. We have leveled up. Yes. I think that when it gets to when it gets to Calder's turn, he can have so much movement. So I'm gonna try to just disrupt this puppeteer's concentration. Great. Nice. Twenty-five. Twenty-five does hit. Okay. Nice. Wait, no, watch the show. I'm going to do a bardic to a defensive flourish and also a fourth level smite. Oh my god. <laughs> I you want see? this man. Wait, <laughs> no, wait for the puppet to go. Yeah, kill his brother. The plan is not done yet. <laughs> I don't mean to be this brutal, but this is how I have to do this. <laughs> Sweet. Why do we keep killing twins? <laughs> the, the real show is over there. 44 damage. Woo. <laughs> okay, yeah, you smite the absolute shit out of one of these cobalts. Still alive. If I had a lower level spell, I would use it, but... <laughs> Bam! Explosion of energy, just sparkling stars, and you see a serpent uh, being formed by all the magic of her sword as she swings down. We're just puppeteers! <laughs> you see you just bash him into the ground. He immediately loses a bunch of teeth and is bleeding and just... Barely hanging on to the marionette strings. <laughs> and then I think I don't want this fight. So I think I'm just going to get on Calder's back <laughs> and then be like, do that magic thing where you give yourself ice skates, please. Sick. So Calder is still attached. It does not, it seems like this ability is not a concentration oh. thing, but this this cobalt is quite hurt. It seems like if you killed him, okay. it would end Well, I do have two more attacks. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god. Because now I have two okay. attacks and I have a bonus action Wait. offhand. Wait. <laughs> I was trying to spare you, now. but you're bringing up some really fucking good points. Oh, watch the show. <laughs> the show is over. Uh, 20 to hit. That hits. Okay, my final performance. Another there 11 once, damage. Uh, on death's door, on death's okay. stoop. There once With was a little hand. giant who thought he was 22 big. for the offhand. That hits. Okay. But really what he needed was a marionette Eight rig. Eight damage. The show he sucks. is on absolute Fine, I'll use my final fucking spell to do a smite on him. Okay, it's roll a two or higher and he's dead. <laughs> I literally can't roll the two below He's dead. Two. Okay. He's absolutely dead. Uh, yeah, you finish off uh, one of these cobalt twins uh, immediately. The Final other show was an absolute flop. Very nervous. <laughs> After Callie's turn, that is Calder's turn. Calder, I, you feel the magical strings break. I think that like as I do that, I kind of like, I'm on Calder's shoulders and I'm like, 
I just want you to know that I had to use my last spell, the one I was saving for Bless. Gotcha. Thank you. So, um, you know what? Let's not think about that right now. Let's push that off. Push that off. <laughs> I don't have to sleep. <laughs> it's fine. I, I would have made that same deal. Okay. All right. <laughs> Calder grows ice skates on the bottom of his feet. Uh, I cast Expeditious Retreat, and I'm going to use all of my movement to get as close to Pawpaw as I can. Six. Okay, so you can move 90 feet, because you can do 30 feet of movement, 30 foot dash, and 30 foot bonus dash. Great. Sick. So you run through this giant hole in the castle wall, and uh, you go 90 feet, and you catch up to Saul and Cornflower. Oh, hey. And uh, Callie is on your back. You're carrying Callie. And now I will action surge. <gasps> Whoa! Okay. Now we're talking. And I think I'll just try to grapple this little scramble man. So with action surge, you can only go another 30 feet. Oh, fuck. I'll say Saul points him out. Yeah. If you have any way of uh, oh, doing a ranged right. attack. Oh, yeah. That's okay. So... <laughs> Now I will cast Freezing Ray, which is 120 feet. Exactly. Wow. Saul points him out to you. You hold your hand out and you begin blasting Freezing Rays. Sweet. I want to like pretend like it's I'm a grappling gun and Callie can aim my hand. All right. I'm just like uh, holding the horns of your hat of your helm. Direct me, Callie. (laughs) Go ahead and make uh, three attacks. A 21. Hits. An 18. Hits. And a 14. 14 misses. Okay. Okay. Uh, Scramble Man is so fast, got no armor on, obviously, but Mm -hmm. uh, has high dexterity. 20 damage. The beam that failed to take down the king (laughs) does indeed take down the paw-paw puppet. (laughs) Did not have a lot of- How's that, Ultras? (laughs) You piece of shit. Or pathetic. <laughs> I can kill any marionette in this fucking world. <laughs> I'm the king! <laughs> Calder's overcome his fear of puppets and he feels powerful for the first time. I'm enormous. Yeah, you are. Yeah, that's my lord and I'm his squire. <laughs> I start pounding my chest. Yeah, Calder, you shoot that's out this- That's my lord and I'm his squire. <laughs> you shoot out this beam of ice. It freezes the pawpaw puppet who deanimates and flops over, uh, dropping the bag. Uh, and out of it, you can see endless treasures uh, bursting oh, from no, it. the possum oh. ruined some of your Funko Pops. You must have licked them. <laughs> oh, shit. Gloves. Yeah, it must have been moist Somebody in there. Somebody clearly touched these without gloves. Yeah, definitely the puppet. This oh is the work of Indigo. So the protected gloves are covered in frog gunk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yeah, how definitely. a puppet would do that, but he must have. <laughs> Absolutely. Nefarious magic. Yeah, really, really bad stuff. The lack of respect. <laughs> he uh, flies over, uh, joins you guys, begins looking through the bag, making sure that everything's still there, and he goes, Oh, oh, thank goodness. I know it seems dumb, but I like this stuff and I like collecting it. It's not hey, dumb. Hey, yeah. Everyone has hobbies. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cool I, I hobby. Should, I think it's really cool, especially because, like, I mean, we learned some really interesting stories from him. Yeah. So I was appreciative for your collection. It's a hoard worth being protected. Yeah. yeah. Uh, guys, go ahead and give me a persuasion check with advantage. Mm-hmm. By all means, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Saul's got this one. It's going to be a 27. 
And I didn't even use my emissary of peace. Thank God she does the talking. Yeah, you see Cornflower nods his head and goes, thanks, guys, thanks. You know what would be really cool, actually? If you, like, because it was so cool to get, like, this little tour. Uh Uh-huh. It might be really cool for, like, people in the living wood if you just set this stuff up and people could come through and Carl's would like show them around and it might give people like a sense of connection to where they're from there's a castle that's big enough to hold all this stuff and and have tours come through that'd be that'd be sick god you guys just like fucking came in here I'm so used to like my brother my brother's trying to push me around and stuff but you guys just like came in and you just gave those kobolds what for that was awesome (laughs) i don't i don't usually do this but do you guys have like any non-replica stuff that i could have so i can add some of your stuff to my hoard yeah actually we do um i think i take off my sea glass sunnies. <laughs> oh shit! And I and I take out my old antler helm, the non-elfoldress. <gasps> Whoa! This is fucking badass. <laughs> yeah, it's my first helm. Uh, Saul looks at um, the little like black wristbands he made for everybody during the king fight. And says like, um, these are relics of a pact made to defeat a king. Is that interesting to you? It's fucking badass. My dad was a dick. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, um, uh, with great uh, reverence, uh, takes these things from you. I'm going to give you guys your, your own shelf. Whoa, thank you. Wow. Yes. Let's hope we keep adding to it. Yeah. And I don't, do we get like a dividend of the donations or? <laughs> so, oh, so. Sorry. I saw. Sorry. You're yeah, rubbing off on me. <laughs> All right, everybody. You see, Cornflower announces to all the people around the fort, we're moving. Okay, we're going to the big fort. Cornflowers are moving up. We'll help you pack. Corn, 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 corn. You see a bunch of people start chanting, corn, 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 corn. Yeah, you guys see that Cornflowers, people and soldiers and everything, Start uh, gathering up their stuff, preparing to uh, move along to the castle. Uh, And uh, Cornflower joins you guys as you return to the Old King's Fort, um, currently being occupied by Shiverblight. And I'll say that, yeah, essentially, as soon as uh, you guys get that paw-paw puppet, the jig is up. They're able to quickly capture the other kobold. (laughs) And the puppets, all they were doing was making people laugh on their turns. Mm -hmm. They quickly defeat them as soon as as they get a chance. And Cheswick's in the wind. Cheswick, go ahead and give me a perception check. Give me a perception, Ches. Saul looks over his shoulder one last time. <laughs> Cheswick, you old dog. Freaking Michael Caine in the end of Batman. Ah, uh, 14. 14. You see an elf in a blue mask. Could it be Cheswick? Could it be some other wandering adventurer? Also named Cheswick. Also named Cheswick. <laughs> you don't know, but you, you could have sworn you saw one elf running away from the other ones deeper into the woods <laughs> with piss running down his leg. <laughs> and that's where we'll end up. <laughs> uh, so we kind of have to. You guys, uh, do you return to the Old King's Fort that is currently being occupied by Shiverblight. You see that the Void Elves and the Deep Elves uh, have secured it. There are already mages here going about repairing the damaged walls and whatnot. Mm-hmm. 
and the gates open for Cornflower and his forces. He doesn't have everybody here with him yet, but he left behind some other younger dragons and stuff to protect the, the people who are still gathering their stuff. But he's got a bunch of like knights here and stuff to show that his forces are, are down to join Shiver Blights. And you guys all enter and see the elves and the young dragons hard at work in the courtyard. And um, you see Shiver Blight emerges from the castle. Wow, you replaced these banners so fast. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of number one. It was banners, ping pong table, water. You did the ping pong table? We did the ping pong table. Oh, sick. So oh, so sick. As soon as Big Bev left, we got to work on the ping pong table. <laughs> yeah, you see, Cornflower looks up. You guys have a ping pong table here? Oh, this is going to work out well. <laughs> it's not regulation because it's shaped like, you know, a continent, but, That's you know. awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, you see uh, Shiver Blight and uh, Cornflower uh, have kind of a, um, a a kind of shy meeting at first, just like kind of polite, uh, and Cornflower goes, yeah, I guess, okay, I'll go and put my stuff down and maybe uh, try to get settled. <laughs> she goes... Yeah, I guess that'd be fucking fine. We'll see you. I'll see you at dinner. We'll we'll chat. Whatever. Cool. Are, are you guys seeing this? I'm fucking sobbing. I'm fucking sobbing. Frozen tear rolls down Calder's cheek. He's fucking beautiful. A snowflake comes out of my eyes. Cornflower goes into the castle, uh, and Shiverblight goes up to you guys and goes, "Great work, guys. This is fucking awesome." Yeah. Hey, yeah, we're just inspired by your greatness. Yeah, he has. Like, I know, but thanks. Yeah, <laughs> he has like really sick stuff too, and we uh-huh. thought that maybe we could have like a cool stuff room That's that it? like people around the living wood could like come and see like how much cool stuff you guys yeah. have. He has That's a lot sick. of great stuff. He knows how to dress. He takes care of himself. Yeah, <laughs> super nonviolent. That's awesome. Really cool. Yeah, yeah. And if this doesn't work out, and I can just like string him along, or we could have a sham marriage or something. It's fine. Sham yeah, marriage is absolutely. awesome. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. The important thing is, I have a castle. And your position <laughs> is secure. Yeah, yeah, so thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. You're on your way. All I ever wanted was a fucking castle. Is that so much to That's, ask Is that for? so much to ask? Yeah. Some so freaking respect in a castle. And a castle. <laughs> and it looks so great, and I just like, I am going to try and sleight of hand to prevent some of these gray floorings from coming down. <laughs> on Does it beautiful. all have to be gray? <laughs> it's just a lot of linoleum. Just like not every bathroom it's just needs cheap, to be redone, but it looks okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's just uniform. Uh, yeah, that's good. That's it's, the thing it about it. Yeah, it's that it doesn't cost a lot. Yeah, <laughs> so sensible. Uh, yeah, um, Shiverblight uh, kind of goes back in to um, get to kind of know Cornflower, and it seems like this is by no means going to be like, oh, these two guys like have to get married. It's more just like they're aligned now. If things work out, cool. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Um, yeah. And I'm sure no dragons pressure. are used to sham marriages. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Hey, no pressure, no strings. Saul <laughs> <laughs> falls over laughing. You see that one of the puppets you jumped, like in, jumped into your pack <laughs> flops out. Calder is afraid of puppets again. <laughs> um, but suddenly you guys see a flash of green as some void elves mm. open a gate from the crick into the living wood. And uh, amongst them, you see Bumpy, who starts looking around kind of frantically. Oh, hey, guys. Uh, good to see you. Where's uh, Big Bev? Uh, oh, he, he went on a mission to talk mission? to Azure. Okay, all right. Good, okay. good, cool, What do you cool. need help with? What's okay. going on? Um, so good news and weird news. Uh, good okay. news is we chased out Glenn's army. Yeah. Oh, that was amazing. All right. 
great, yeah. great, good stuff. That's the good stuff. They tried like a, a, a frontal assault. We just descended on them. Even nice. they seemed shocked. <laughs> they, they started just like retreating almost instantly. Oh, huge. Barely any casualties on either side. Incredible. We just kicked their asses. So that's zombie that's, behavior. That's the thing. That's, that's, the, thing. that's the good so news again. Okay. Weird news. Here's here's the, here's the weird news. Okay, okay. It was easy. Kind of, huh. kind of too easy. Oh, too easy. and oh. and it was, a, it was a feint. It was a fake. That's kind of what we're thinking now. When we went back to town, a bunch of people were missing. The old folks are gone. What? Including that dream druid who was supposed to help you guys, Eloise. Oh man. Oh, I, we really need her to make us a hat. Yeah, I was, I, 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 I was I, tired, but now I'm actually pretty awake. <laughs> I, I think Glenn did something to him and used his army as a distraction. I don't think they knew it because they seemed pretty surprised, but uh, I think Glenn's up to something. And uh, did he kidnap them? I don't know. We just we just got back after the after the fight, and uh, okay. a bunch of people are missing. Meemaw flew off to find him, but that was hours ago, and we haven't heard back from her either. Okay. Well, should we rendezvous with yeah, Big Bad? Can we go to the creek? Yeah, I, I think we should. Okay. I think we have to at least try and go to the Stream Druid's house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It seems like maybe they got captured, and we have reasons to go there otherwise. Okay. Right. Let's right. go. Yes. Yeah. Because something's amiss. Can we step through this gate with you? Yeah, I'll say that you guys don't necessarily have to wait for Big Bev because you know he can get through on his own mm-hmm. once he gets back from uh, Azure's place, the other prince. Uh, so if you just leave a message uh, for him. So yeah, you guys just uh, can talk to like a nearby Deep Elf or Void Elf. Uh, you give the message that Big Bev is to return to the Crick immediately when he gets back from okay. his envoy. Uh, but Bumby goes, yeah, before this thing closes, let's jump back in. Okay, hurry. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, you see uh, Bumby jumps through this beam uh, and uh, you guys jump in behind him as you guys appear back in the crick and that's where we'll end our session oh baby oh, i am amped to go oh, run man. around the crick again i'm just so upset we're not going to get to see this beautiful romance unfold oh yeah that's true <laughs> uh sweet guys thank you all so much for listening uh you can head on over to our patreon to listen to our short rest the uh after show uh, over on patreon.com slash nadpod that's n-e-d-d-p-o-d Ooh. don't sing it i won't don't do it not please don't do it don't i can't stop i can't stop Murph. does anyone have anything they'd like to plug why don't we plug our Australia yeah. shows? Yeah. Which by this time actually might be sold out. I think we only have like 20 tickets left in uh, Melbourne. Ooh. Yeah. So fly on over to Adelaide with us. Yeah. Come check out that show. Uh, tickets left for the Adelaide show. I think a few left for Perth. Yeah. Um, be on the lookout. And check, check in on Melbourne and uh, uh, Sydney and, yeah. and Brisbane. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot left, but nadpod.com slash live. Yeah. And Come we see still, us. I think we, uh, again, close to selling out. But the Boston, the second night where we're doing D&D Court, might have a few tickets left. That's so be true. on the lookout. Yeah. Again, D&D Court. So if you're going to first night, you can go to second night. And yeah. it'll be a totally different show. It's going to be fun. There might be costumes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there might be. Um, I would love to plug our P.O. Box. Got some fun stuff there. Uh, 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, number 222, Los Feliz, California, 90027. Uh, River sent us a very nice note. And DVDs of the cult classic film, The Gamers. Thank you, River. All right. Um, very happy to keep you sane during undergrad. Let's oh. See. Uh, Paddington 2 superfan Mike C. Says, <laughs> oh, this is fun. A calendar of cats uh, painted in illuminated Aww. manuscript style uh, to say thank you for the New York live show. Thank you so much for coming, Mike. Thank you. For coming. Let's see. Uh, Shauna G. Sent us framed silhouette art of all the campaign three characters. So uh, they're cool. very pretty. Going to class yeah. up my basement. Something serious. 
Uh, Ayana G sent us paintings they did of Murph and Emily from D20. Whoa. Oh, this yeah, was interesting. Yeah, they're really cool. Yeah, they're painted with this like textured acrylic coated with something called Gamvar gloss. Of course. Which, uh, wow. I, I really locked in on the word Gamvar because it does sound kind of like a dark wizard of some yeah. sort. Yeah. Yeah. Unhand those scrolls, Gamvar. Gamvar got away again. <laughs> uh, Kyle C. Oh, this is really sweet. Sent us some found family dice sets. It's like a oh, bunch of. Oh, it's really cute. Yeah, it's a bunch of like different colored dice bundled together. Um, oh. And uh, Kyle did mention that they were pre-charged in the moonlight. Oh. Thank you, Kyle. Thanks for cooking them, pickling them. Um, and finally, uh, Zanor, uh, X-N-O-R, sent Emily a Hawaiian shirt with a banana wrap I Fortnite. literally wore it yes. during wore it. this yeah. recording. Uh, yeah. Yesterday, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. admiring it. Yeah. It's a, it's a Fortnite character, I believe. Um, so I would call that shirt a Victory Royale for sure. Oh. Fine. We don't do comedy. That's that's all from the video <laughs> yeah. box. Oh, actually, uh, one more shout out. Uh, shout out to Cobalt Press. The uh, yeah. the puppeteer were based on a character called the Jack of Strings. Oh, did not wow. get to oh, use, cool. did not get to use all of their cool abilities because yeah. you guys fucking wrecked shit yeah. as, as normal. It. Just one note, Cobalt Press. Maybe make them a little stronger next time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I used literally everything oh, I no, had. Yeah. yeah, no. If there were better minions and not just uh, my puppets going around <laughs> making people laugh, then uh, they, they would have got to do more stuff. But uh, very cool, very cool character. Thank you. Uh, and with that, you can follow us on social media. That we may or may not use at CHMurfsMe, at Caldy's Caldwell, at Emily, at Jake Hurts Jake, and you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD, that's N A D D P O D. We are, we are, the youth of the nation. We are, we are, the youth of the nation. It's the end of the show, everyone, and you know what that means. It's time to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders, starting with Brad D. Jeffrey S, Hugh C, Later Mixgator, Matt M, Jordan DJ, Cutter W, Liv A, Danielle G, The J Pod, Dylan P, the silent crit justice who secretly thinks the bailiff is a cool guy, Dungeon Mama, not sexual, Danielle, the dastardly dame, Beardman Dan, Danny P, Vincent W, Victor T, Balnor's boy, Dominic P, Justin I, Ragnar Ferdwind, TJM, Trele the Crafe, Christopher B, Damiel R, Cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, Murph being cucked by Sonic the Hedgehog, Richard X Machina, Michael L, Jack L, Sam L, Nicholas C, who has starred in every single film ever made in Bohemia, tickets bought, can't wait to see y'all down under in Perth, wow we can't either, Sam B, Mike H, Matthew E, Great Value Gemma, Adam G, Tyler F, Panama James, Andrew the Bard, nope, sorry, just Andrew the Druid here, Herodrian, Rexthaniel the White, Captain Sigil, Diana De Los Lopez, CC Lulu, Hercule Poirot, the rabbit fuck detective, Timmy R, Lucas B, Reiko, it's Kevin, Calder's Cold, come, hashtag rise my comrades.
spread the camaraderie. No, do not spread that. Patrick O. Taylor B., the vengeful one-winged angel. Cass, skateboard Cass. Captain of the Stevens, Stephen Cole. I would love to meet all the other Stevens. Makes me think of the Cheswicks. Mike K., Lady Taco, Brian G., Joy T., Nara, Jake L., Nick W., Brave the Badger, Esme M., Foster the Boneless Duck, thanking the two crew for coming down under. Woo, we can't wait. William W., Aaron the Asshole Ranger, Big Bad Beard of the Mad, Eric McD., Anna Narama, Galad Roselle, the White Rose of Galateron. Power Surge of Bohemia, hide your robot butlers, hide your hot blades. Jay Dragonborn, Joro the Inappropriate, the Sandrian, Ben A, Feldonis, John the Third, Dave H, Koala Bear, Catherine S, Dave K, Christian S, Dustin S, Connor F. Hawkeye Pierce, Bookvar's assistant, Izzy F. Gaga Gigo Jr., Brittany A., Marky Mark, the marvelous mining engineer, Cat C., Kelsley, Misa of Housen Zunza, Ariel, the occasional mermaid, Selena N., Velociraptor, B. Perky Always, Pat L., Achutha A., Lauren H., Tyla, Ryan S., The Bone Duster, Robot Crisp, Wyatt F., Telekitty Creations fan illustrator, you know I'm going to request seeing Cornflower. Ploops! Carly A, Suicidal Lobster, Addie K, Spam Gaming, who's going to both Boston shows. Ooh, I can't wait. First Supreme Crit in session. Connor Savage, Russell H, Christopher J, Pebblepot, to the Do Riders, my first D&D party. May all our adventures be wondrous. Thank you for being my friends. Salil, Jack M, Leviathan, Biocourt 7, Amber Dextrous, Sullivan H, Trub Hopdropper, Jack H, Crabster, Champion of Crod, Scuttling Sideways Towards Tomorrow, Thunderay, Garble the Moist, Lindsay W, Juicy Kiwi, Layla and Cass, here's to the new possum year, Valen, Carlin C, Emily S, Scrip Skipper, Harry Cox, Noah the Bagel of All Things, Everything Bago, the Aladrin who just wants to hang out with his pet badger, Stripey. Laura, Dandy, Eric B, Marcos P, Jordan P, the occasional crit reporter, learns the balanced druid, Dayton M, Dakota James P, Frida M, Pagos, betrothed, self-proclaimed fey prince, Tracy P, the crit elf librarian, Andy E, Holly Hyena, Kristen Z, the I will use what you love against you, DM. Leah C, Paige H, Helen of Briz, Maybe, Pixel Stars, Akash the Car, Kristen with a K, Cal, just Cal, Commodore Galaxy, Edison N, Russell H, a monk named Dilgo, Neos, no longer the novice monster hunter, question mark, and Simon, rolling death saves in Dreamland. Has anyone... Heard his story and the shoutouts. Can an elder find him before a nat one? Petrick, Thor's dad, Lorelei, the succubus, and Kyra, her busty queen. Michael, the Ezri pop idol. Morgan M., appealing sticker. Stephen E., your friendly neighborhood yaunt and yuncle, Andrew and Sid. John Adams, yes, like the president. Meg, the mail carrier of Bohemia. James F., 
Cap and Cappy, M4L, Wayfarer, now trapped in the Feywild after not fully reading the terms and conditions of their legal settlement with Mothership, Andrew B, Sir Smut, Barpo, Good Barrel, Barbarian and Brewer Emeritus of Waterdeep, Mary Beth C, Melora Devotee, Pendergreen's Bodyguards, Moldy Codpiece, Welshlander, Garrett G, One Big Curd, Mr. D, Dana Daisy, Sean J, Ethan B, Renee the Monster Captain, Hop the Dancing Rabbit, Hope's Dagger, the only dagger of hope, Olivia the Enchanting Bard who will totally be making money and a grand novel off the duck team tales with an on-the-go, all-the-stop show, Winter Slade, Michaela R, Riley S, Fico, Angry Wheat, the game itself just trying to find himself, Tony G, your boy Anthony, who moved positions and can't listen to podcasts at work anymore, tragedy, Anthony, Josh H, Jack the Jack's jinxing rogue on the run with Bohemia's balls, Mango Empanadas, James B, Trogador the Burninator, Clementine T, Caleb L. This message has been brought to you by fairies in support of hashtag CCC, happy birthday, Pixie, Alex R, Cantrip Dumbledore, the bear onesie wearing barbarian with a bad back, Papa Wookie, MJ, that BF. G drinking tea by the sea, dogs of Babel, Calvius Silverfang, Gino T, Mama Bell, the Silver Serpent herself, oh, Feunir, Straw Man, 18 Wheels of Reverend Steel, <laughs> Dr. Tolkus, Tis the Great, Derek D, Tristan G, Cal the Rabbit Runt, Leon Lightning, Jazzman, and Fam Architects of Pendergreen Sick Plans, <laughs> David N, Alpha Fortress, Alex K, Corn Daddy the Starch Druid, and of course, Joshua P. Thank you all so much. You make what we do and what we love happen. We love you. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Goodbye, sweeties. That was a HeadGum Podcast.